I just want to start from the outset to say that any decision we make today may change tomorrow. In order to have the best expert advice, we have commissioned... Supercoach 360. <laughs> the time's going up. It's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Mate, 100%. We need to find out why they think it's okay to say anything. It's certainly one of the greatest challenges in the history of the game. That's what they want to try and do. Megastar to megastar! In this regard, we're leaving every option on the table. Excellent. Oh, what was that, something special! You know what? Uh, that's not talent. Oh. Supercoach 360! The best way to handle these things is to stay measured, stay calm, you know, live your life as normal. Unless we start finding it off the people... Who actually Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. I just want to start from the outset to say that any decision we make today may change tomorrow. In order to have the best expert advice, we have commissioned... Supercoach 360. <laughs> the time's going up. It's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Oh, mate, 100%. We need to find out why they think it's okay to say anything. It's certainly one of the greatest challenges in the history of the game. That's what they want to try and do. Megastar yeah. to megastar! Yeah, in this regard, we're leaving every option Pardon? on the table. Basie, hey, young guys. Going on. Intro, you're in the middle of the intro, guys. That's why you need to be wearing headphones. I can't stress this enough. I work with two of the most professional blokes I've ever met. You're all used to it and you love it, don't you guys? G'day, welcome to Supercoach 360. Thank you for joining us for yet another week. I am your boy, Juzzy J. I am, of course, joined by my two faithful companions, Bergs81, a.k.a. The Professional, and... The Consta, otherwise known as Mr. Quiet. How do we uh, do? Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, as you all know, Supercoach is over, but we are still here because we, we can't love leave. Football. That's it. The footy is still on. There's still stuff to talk about. There's still team lists coming out. I mean, is it, okay, let me pose you this question. If you're here listening to us, you probably felt the exact same way as me on Friday night when you're watching the Panthers game. Halftime, Cleary scored a hat trick and you're just like, Oh, he would have been my captain. You know what I mean? Like, where was this in round 20? Or watching the South game, you saw the Cook-Murray combo. I think I put it straight in the group message to you fellas. I was just like, where was that combo during the Supercoach season? You yeah. know, Cook ended up finishing pretty well. But, oh, like, that's what I was waiting for with that fast play the ball. Uh, that, you know, with the new rule change that's come in this year, it's exactly what I was waiting for uh, in that South game was seeing Cook just bolt out a dummy half. He made a few breaks. It was really great to watch. Did you guys yeah, get to in watch? saying that, they weren't really playing by, against anyone by then. Newcastle had well and truly gone home. So, Well, I mean, that was still early in the game, but unfortunately, it well, did Newcastle feel... Newcastle went home after 10 minutes, so it, it, not Unfortunately, it did. Yeah, it did. As, as soon as Ponga made that error, <laughs> it just felt like they gave up for some no, reason. No, that... Mitchell Pearce, mate. He didn't have his head in the game. We're up 14-0, and he decides to go and get in a fucking Cody Walker's face and start an argument and shit with him. That's... 
not what you should be doing, mate. You should be concentrating on your team, getting your team where they need to be, doing your job. Not going over there starting shit with the opposition. You're our captain. You're our halfback. You're meant to be our leader. Yep. Lead by example, fuck with. Yeah, 100%. Because I was just thinking, you know what? You've seen the top four teams. If you go back and you watch the top four teams and their press conferences throughout the year, they all say the same thing. We're not really too concerned about that. We're going to get out there. We're going to play our game. We've got our game. We've got our systems. We've got everything. And look, we know part of that is media code for we've done the video. We know who we're going to isolate. We're not going to give it our our way, our game plan. But also, I mean, it's true. Like, you look at the Roosters. You look at the Panthers. You see the same plays coming in week out, and that's a result of their systems, you know? So, it's a... I I guess it's just about, yeah, having those systems in place which you're not really seeing over there at the Knights I mean not consistently enough you haven't seen it for a couple of years I mean look what what went down with Brown last year uh, and then the whole thing was Kalen's reaction and this and that and the other well I feel sorry for the young kid man he's got a lot of pressure having that town on his shoulders Um, that's why Mitch needs to step up and be the leader. Kalen shouldn't be doing it. He's, he's the... 22 years old. I understand he's a marquee guy. He's a million-dollar man. Well, hold on. But he's last still a 22-year-old fullback. Last week, he's going to give the captaincy to fucking Nath, who's yeah, the I... same age and all this same shit. But... Just about to say the exact same thing. Like, hold on, but are we talking that... about Cleary captaincy at Penrith? The exact same thing. But, but yeah. Too, what, you don't, don't think... I, think I said You don't think Cleary's I said, yeah, on yeah. a much more mature level than KP at the moment? You don't well, think I he's think consistently ha- more involved in the game every week? A hundred percent I do. Well, that's the difference between Cleary and Ponga for me. That's it. And he's he's out there leading by example every single week, right? Like, you, you look at uh, so some of the games which are a bit touch and go for Penrith this year, the turnaround was Cleary. Bulldogs Majority game specifically, time, yeah. right? Like, Cleary got well, into they, it. They're just a good team, Penrith. They just work together so well. They do everything for each other, and they just want to be there with each other. Yeah, but that's like you've seen you've seen that out of him, and that's you're right. You're not seeing that out of Kalen. I mean, it's a lot to expect from any 22-year-old, but it's not to say they're not capable of it. No, well, like, that's it. We've seen him be capable of him more than once. He yeah. just needs to do it more consistently. And, and that first try that Newcastle scored, which Kalen was involved in, great try. Right, it was good to watch, and you were like, oh, okay, hold on, we could have a game of footy here on our hands. The second one was good too, where Pierce fits you through the hole and best supported and ran into the corner. The way, the way he, he went here. side on and sort of sidestepped through that hole, like, yeah, that was great. And then it just all went to shit. And then, yeah, exactly. And then what happened? Mind you, South did really just step it up a notch and dominate in that. And, and we, we led them, but just as much, I think. Like, they did play really good, not granted, but just give up. I don't. But it looked like everyone gave up. I don't know what happened. The strangest thing Best is, that around. pretty much anyone had to go. <laughs> t- tell me if I'm wrong, but all of, the most heart I've seen out of Newcastle this year was when they were down all their stars against what you was guys, it? round four, round five, or something. The draw. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. The draw. But man, did you guys fight? And and look at where we are now at this point of the season. Like you, see, guys, you, had to show you guys, you guys were one of the only year. people to pull out one of those results on us all year really make us fight well, we, for it. We were like, probably the better team that day and that was the only team, the only time this year that you weren't the better team. Like, you just lost to Parra, but you were by far the better team all game. They yeah. just had a purple patch of 10, 15 minutes and got over the top of years. But yeah. But that's it. it I don't it, know, everyone's got of, some work to do. It's sort of scary that the most, the most hard I've seen has been mm. out of these young blokes and so maybe that suggests that there's either something wrong with cultural leadership or up around the top there. Well, I use something that's trickling down. Point to last year, there's definitely a culture issue. Yeah. And O'Brien's got to stand that shit out and sort it. Yeah, quickly, otherwise yeah. he'll be the next to go. He'll be the next to go again. Like, and in, from all well, reports, if he doesn't make the finals next year, he'll be... From all reports, he's a game coach. 
Like from from everywhere prior to coming to Newcastle, but, like, he was a gun. See, that's the problem about Seeps. He was the gun assistant yeah, too, exactly. everywhere. Gun assistant went coach. over and got a great English team where there's only three teams you got to beat, really. Yeah, took him to a couple of premierships and. Yeah, he's but look what he's come. Look what he's brought. To oh, definitely. I think. I think they were shit. I think he's got potential. Yeah, they were, they are a captaincy option every week. Uh, Titans man to Holbrook. Yeah, Holbrook stiffened him up. Like he's done remarkably well with what he had. Best Queensland team. You yeah, got to think. He, you he watch got, a few of those players make the Origin team. He, he inherited. He inherited that bag, and he's just starting to build his team. Yeah, it's you in, know what I mean. In He's already months. Look at the look at the development well, that's already happened there. The the best thing about it is they got some good young talent coming through that they're keeping. Yeah, yeah. So as long as they can keep doing that and keep them coming through, they're going to be strong for oh, they, plenty of time to come. Is there is there nursery Logan and that sort of I'm lower not, area, Northern Rivers area? I'm not 100. percent I know Keeper Parks there, which is the gun school for football. Oh, who comes from there? Benji. I think David Fafita, heaps of people, have, yeah, heaps of stars. Chino. So, they've yeah. definitely got a nursery there. I'm not sure exactly who it is, but... But you know what, it's like you said from. prior to this year even. I don't know if you said it this year, but definitely prior to this year. It's, it's the party... It's the party's fucking team. Like, you go there, you don't go there to play footy. You go there to go to the Gold Coast. Yeah, it's it. You go there for You know lifestyle. what I mean? And I think this was the first time... Yeah, well, I've never heard of anyone moving to the Gold Coast to work. Well, this this is the first time they actually, you know, yeah. and they've they've been rewarded. They got Origin people talking Origin for them. So well, they, they come ninth. They were one win out of the top eight at the end of the season. So big big turnaround from Wooden Spooners last year. Yeah. To almost eight this year. Yeah. Um. So yeah, other games. The best game of the round, I think, was. Oh well, yeah, um, I, was, I was just about to say. I mean. Look, what we've done is we've jumped to the final game of the round because I think Kong was just itching to talk about the Knights, which fair enough. I was like, frustrated. I'm sorry. No, no don't <laughs> be, man. Look, this is why we're here because the passion that that comes along with being a rugby league supporter, right? Just because Supercoach has stopped, mate, footy's still on, so there's stuff to talk about. Yeah. So that, that is 100% well, it, why I, we're here. I had nothing to fall back on positives this week because there was no Supercoach shit that happened good for me. It was just all bad. Yeah, <laughs> but we do have uh, a show. We're going to uh, go through our tips. Bergs, have you got a bag for us? We'll find out a little bit later on. Uh, we'll go through... The rest of last weekend's games, we'll preview the upcoming games. We're going to talk about Origin now that all the talk around football is moving to what's going to happen post-season as the the Origin squad is being drip-fed to us uh, as teams are knocked out. Uh, We've got a few questions. We've got a couple of uh, contentious issues which came from over the weekend, which I I want to get to talking about too. But, Bergs, as you said, I think, uh, yeah, first things first, let's continue going through... Oh. Uh, the rest of last week's games. I think the Penrith Roosters game was as on par, sorry, on par and as good as the Melbourne Roosters game earlier in the year. Like there was just edgy seat stuff. It was, it fantastic, was fantastic football fantastic to watch. Game. I was yeah glued to my seat when I wasn't jumping out of it. Well, they had him. Yeah, that's probably the one difference. Down. Penrith jumped out to a huge lead where the Storm Roosters game was kind of back and forth all game. Um, yeah. That's all kind of shit, right? Good work from the Roosters to get back in it. but w- w- That's the champion team that they are. Well, that's it. Is it the champion team that they are or did Penrith give them a 10 to 15 minute purple patch again? No, nah, see, the Penrith... You know, well, they sort of did. Because that's it. Like, those tries came much in better. I, I think you're looking at it wrong. It's not a purple patch. I just think it's the end of the hyper. 
Well, see, I, you know I, I, only, I, mean? like, I only they, use that term because that, that's what, like, Con just said about a, a previous game. Like, I exactly. Like, with their youth and shit, they just come out blast teams fast. Like, it's just they are, they're quick starters. very fast. They're, they're You're saying just, that, but the Chooks went up by two tries. Yeah, I know. But they came out, we all, we all fought Chooks by 30. Well, you know what I mean? Like, we thought they were coming out with some venom. It was looking very right, ominous right, at and, the start. But Penrith forgot this. Like, they, they, they just shut them down defensively. They just, they really apply themselves in defense. They really do. And then you see some of the strategies they do. I don't think, there wasn't a 40-20 in that game, was there? I think it was 40-20 there, there, there was, there was no. one close attempt in that game or one possible attempt in that game, but it wasn't close enough to the sideline to actually go. Nath loves the 40-20, man. Oh, you know what? At He's the end of the day, it's not, Nath's cheering. Nath is so cheering now because Luai has just come of age at the exact right time. You know what I mean? He, is he was not, the best he, player on the field by did, a mile. Easy three points that night. Easy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. You guys reckon like, he gets the Dally M? Now, that's the other not thing. Not the Dally so M, but he, he gets the points on Nath, the night. Nath like, will get the Dally M. That's it. Who do you reckon's getting the Dally M player of the year? Oh, Nath will probably get it, especially if he doesn't get lose M points. Well, he's not losing M points. So, it's at the end of the day, he, he's pretty much almost guaranteed one point a week and he's won 18 games, so... There's a yeah, lot so of points there for him. And he, he was man of the well. match quite a few times. It, well, it, didn't, it took Luai, what, 10 games to get, get his groove on, you know? To so really start to well, he, he didn't really he start to shine until... He was playing fiddle at the start. And then, no, yeah, until Nath was own. gone. Like, that's, it. that's when he really started to shine. And then when Nath came back, he sort of like ducked down a little bit again and got used to oh, look, I think he, that newfound confidence with Nath by his side. And that's it. You're right, from about 7, 8, 9... They just started to get stronger and stronger as a combination, and they've been lethal, man. He's insane. No, he's got some pretty handy weapons outside him too. Like Kikau's a yeah. great decoy and a great hole runner, and then Crichton's just a young freak. And, and he's he got the sauce. He's a great finisher and in career best form so, again. Like, he's source of old. They're, like. they're a very handy team, Penrith. You're saying that Roosters are a great team too. I think Friend was a big loss. Oh, massive. Massive loss in the middle. Through the fuck's Freddie Lussick at the end of the day. Like, <laughs> take nothing away from Freddie. He had a good game and shit. But he did, he, he did okay. Who yeah. the fuck's Freddie Lussick? He, who's their next string hooker? He's gone well, he's, too. That, yeah. You know what I mean? It goes Friend and then it goes Verrills. And then Radley. And then Radley. And then, you know what I mean? So he's old mate who's just been well, thrown I, in. I think Verrills was ahead of Freddie, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah but Verrills injured. Yeah, that's it. Verrils injured. Yeah, so that's it. First string's Jake Friend. Yeah. Then Verrills. Then Radley, if need be, would go into there and yeah. someone would play lock like they did last year. Yeah, well, especially if you can utilise one of your weapons like... Well, um, Verrills couldn't Tup- play till Tup- June. Tupanua or something at lock or uh, Takiyaho's gone to lock. Verrills last year couldn't play till June 30. And yeah. Radley was there till June well, 30. The only thing this year is Radley, when he was playing lock, playing that. Middle passer. The distributor through yeah. the middle. They looked so much better as a team. So well, he was an extra he's, di- he's dynamite, man. Like, Radley is dynamite. And yeah, he's, he's one gun. of those blokes that, you know, gets in there with a lot of effort and a lot of heart and just really plays It'll be really week. unfair if they keep choosing out of him or Cam Murray for State of Origin every year. I think they both deserve to be there. Well, what, yeah, well, could you imagine if you built them as your second row and then used a, a, your lock in a different fashion? Used a lock for a different purpose and effectively threw a lock on the left and a lock on the right to work with uh, the halfback and 5 ads respectively. Look, no, I'm not Freddie. Well, like I'm not said, claiming to yeah, know football, boys. You've probably got to have Gus there somewhere. Well, there you go. You throw Gus in the lock. Could you corners, imagine those three corners in there probably not going anywhere anywhere time soon. He's, no, one head knock permitted. He's one head knock away from not getting the series, but... Yeah, okay. Look, you want to get, do you want to get off... No, let's talk about this when we get there because no doubt that... 
that yeah. issue is going to come we up. Got the other two games. That's it. We got the other two games, and they were both crackers. Raiders v Sharks. Now, um, I was watching 100% footy last night, and. Uh, Gus Gould came out, and Gus Gould is not a fan of the Raiders and how they were playing. And apparently, I didn't watch the Channel 9 commentary of the game I was watching on Fox, but apparently he was blasting them through the game as well. I noticed some posts in some groups earlier. Oh, um, yeah? Yeah, so he was not a fan of the Raiders, and he what, does not think they defensively or with the ball in hand or uh, I think a bit of both. Or? I think he just said just in general, they just don't look like they're playing good football out there. They've pretty much gotten lucky against... Without Jackie Boy White, and they don't win that game. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, he he took the balls, he took the ball, and he did what he had to do. But without mate, Whiten's a weapon, right? Like you're right. Without Whiten, I think the Raiders are a different side. Like Papali is an absolute unit, and they do have a, a lot of other talent there. Like Starling's been looking good. Elliot Whitehead. But there's another one who's a third stringer. You know what I mean? Who's their first string? Is Hodgson? Hodgson. Then Havili. Yeah. I think Starling might have a Havili now. Oh, he's got oh, him now. Star- but Starling's at the start good. of the year, yeah, Havili See, was I, definitely I the second just, string. I think Starling was just lucky to have gotten his start this year due well, to the injuries. Well, that's I'd be surprised if Starling's still there next year. Yeah, hey, he comes to the dogs. If other clubs don't try and steal him, I'm shocked. Oh, no, that's it. Kid can play. Same thing. Newcastle boy. He then does a rooster. Now, did you hear about it? Can one of you guys confirm this, actually? I... The Harry Grant thing, you guys obviously heard about this, right? At the Tigers Gosh, presentation yeah. night. How he said he Smith's there, he's not. Yeah, bang. Did he seriously say that on stage in yeah. front of 300 people unprompted? Good yeah. on him. Really? Well, you know, it's, it's, not wow. un, it's not uncommon knowledge at the end of the day. No, no, no. But also, it's, it's, mate, it's pretty ballsy to make that statement, well, not just not to a really. reporter or now, to a media pack. Now Storm and Cam both know. Oh, yeah, guys like this. Yeah, and, and more importantly... They've got a big decision to make. So like everybody in that Tigers room that night, which oh. means if there's even the a end, whiff of hit of the, at the end of that, I don't think Tigers year. will be front runners. Dogs, dogs will give him a million. We got cash. We'll give him a million. million. I think a lot of clubs will be throwing a lot of money at him. I think Harry Grant will have his pick we got the most, and he'll pick what's best for I'm Harry Grant. I'm pretty sure we've got the most money. I don't, I don't think the I most don't, money don't will think appeal to Harry. That's it. I, I don't, don't think... I it does. Success, nah. I think, is what <laughs> Harry will want. Who helped Bang, turn I the dogs around, it. Harry? Now, I, think, I think he's learned under Cam Smith for a reason, and I think, if anything, this guy is going to try and build what? himself a legacy somewhere. If, if imagine he went took the dogs from where they are back to the top. <laughs> no, they still... It doesn't matter. I think he'll be at the store next year. the greatest. Ever dog ever, dude. They are still the dogs. Terry all right, Lair, mate. Bah. They are Come still on, the dogs. Mate. If he did, if he brought us back from fucking tears to glory in a matter of a year or two, right, oh, I think you'll beat the storm personally. So, I think Cam so will move I. on. Harry will stay, and Brandon will probably move on too. If I'm Cam Smith, I go be a Titan. You reckon, you reckon Brandon moves on as well? I think if Harry Grant gets number nine, Brandon will. Say, well, oh that. yeah, yeah. I don't think Brandon's sticking around to play utility, and no. I think that's the thing. We'll give you eight hundred, base me. Now wait, Go cheese. wait. Was his quote if Smith is there or if Cameron Smith is there? No, you said Smith. Because but. that, but that might be a subtle choice of words in the fact that you pretty much if I'm not getting that nine well I think that's if I'm not because he's proved himself as a starting that is right. what he, he means. look he's, what he did to the Tigers he wants this nine year or he's, out. he's yeah. already he is already above half of the competition's nines he was, br- he was just, brilliant just off his, he, could, he could improve mind you a lot of teams now you, you guys warn me about this you said that first year they can be absolute blowouts, blow right? And then the second year... Yeah, second year syndrome is a thing, definitely. You know what? That's more of a a seven and a one and a six shit. Like, nine's in the middle. Or you, like, you, you pick and choose your moments in there. You I know mean, what I mean? It's not... 
It's different. The systems that he's come through, the structures he's played under, and the people he's been under. Yeah, I think he'll be okay, Harry. It, it's more about just the, me enough the good coaches right. having four months of off season to study the video on this kid. You know, while half of them probably chase him in the background as well. Mate, see, they've had twenty years to study Cam Smith. They still can't stop him, mate. He's just got better. <laughs> it's Again, crazy. You know, it's crazy. And, and you know what? The, the yeah, well, we started. We're trying to talk about the Raiders v Sharks game. We've ended up talking about Harry Grant. That's all good. Continue, but well, he just could know, be a Raider. You never know. That's well, that it. Was, <laughs> you took it Tom Starling. No, well, no, well, I, I took it. <laughs> you yeah, took I did. Yeah. That's it. Because we started talking about hookers because of uh, old boy Starling. Um, well, I'll be Raiders. honest. I I watched Saturday's games vaguely, but I was pretty Gregoryed up. Yeah. I had a ten pack in no, I was Bolly Yeager. I was so. messed too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday wasn't a good day for me. I, no, see, I've, I've, I, I did get a chance to. Don't get me wrong. I was. Uh, I was trying to fix the fixed tank all bloody day, if Fuck, you know what I mean. Like, so, yeah, and it didn't make much progress. It's still broken, still making that bloody sound. Do you want to go have a go, Aaron? <laughs> I, gave, I gave myself a back on the weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, point is, I did get to watch a couple of the games. Though. The, the Raiders-Sharks game, uh, I didn't get to watch all of, but the, the Storm-Eels game, I did. That was... That was good. Unfortunately, Eels just looked lackluster, man, against the Storm. They came out sort of swinging, but they just... Oh, they, they went out to an early lead too, didn't they? Yeah, Eels? they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what Garfo I mean. Like they scored came, a, a, a mad try. That's it. They came out swinging, but then I think they didn't score a single point after that, and the Storm stacked on pretty much almost unanswered. Papanazan. Mm-hmm. That breakaway. Papanazan. Wow. Did what we what sort of wanted early on in the year. Don't what get we're me wrong. Expecting. Yeah, like what he don't get wrong. Last few rounds he come really good. But yeah, can I ask hey, you a question? That game was exceptional from Papenhaus, and that I heard Justin Olam was also unreal. All right, just just quickly. Sorry, Juzzy, I know you had a question there. Olam Origin. I think he should be eligible. As I, long, I as, long as, he, as long as he fits the criteria to play for Queensland or New South Wales, apart from. Pup being Papua New Guinea, obviously, as long as he fits all the other criteria, I have no dramas well, with him playing. If they play the Queensland Cup, I, I just feel that at the end of the day, I, I feel he's got a, a right. Like, dang it, what are they a tier three nation? So it's Some not like. he can still go back and play Papua New yeah. Guinea, and it's no effect to him. And it's, I think at, at the end of the day, he's earned a spot if he, if they if he's eligible, I give him one. Oh, if he's eligible, he's a walk up start. Oh, gun man, gun. That's just, coming from a bloke who doesn't want to see him running at his place. Rock solid in all facets of the game. He's, he's an absolute monster. Just see the one on one steal he did mid mid tackle. I did I mean, see that. That was epic. Well, just you just know the what? strength yeah. to just woof and cleanly and just like yep. And I think they they tried to look at it and it was just like nah, that was just solid as like swift. It, I, I get it. He almost shouldn't be allowed to do that. <laughs> but like that's <laughs> that the is thing. a bit unfair. <laughs> he's so like, he's so strong. He must be exceptionally strong. So oh, you watch some of the tackles he makes, man, and he's not afraid of anybody in defence. Tomorrow you know, anybody. when you tomorrow when you're cleaning out that fish tank, yeah. Uh, YouTuber Kumuls versus the Australian game. Yeah. Back, what was it, 96 tour or something? Anyway, 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 Mate, I'm telling you, you see people climbed up on the fence and it's nah. just the greatest game ever. Not uh, at the moment. No, I see. I mean, you've got Fox. I mean, like, that's it. I'm looking for my footy fix now. 
Like, we've gone from eight games to four. Like, it's like... Ooh. There's only five games of Premiership Rugby League left. That's what I mean. Like, three I've, origins. I'm feeling the it. withdrawal. So I've started watching... I started, like, dabbling in some of the uh, older games. I've gone back and watching last year's Origin Series in the lead-up to this year's Origin Series. I mean, the good thing is we've got the NRLW now. But unfortunately, I was busy Saturday morning, so I didn't get to watch that. So I'm going to go back and watch that during the week. But I heard that cracking games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't watch any girls. No, but unfortunately not. I did hear they were right. So yeah, I will be watching they usually this weekend. Are. They never let down. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, Ross Mann's thrown in a comment here. He says, Olam and Addo Carr, both absolute beasts. And you know what? Addo Carr, now, like, this actually leads to the question I was going to ask about Pappenhausen, right? He looked a bit shaky at the start of the year, but he also looked a bit shaky last year with cramps, right? But you're right, on the weekend... I'll give it to you. He looked solid. He looked strong. He looked fit. Same with Pappenhausen, right? We got glimpses of that when he started uh, back in last year. We saw just this absolute weapon of a kid, lightning fast, right? But we didn't see that fresh out the gates this year. Is that because of the COVID break and the lack of the proper preseason there that we've only just started seeing these players actually come into that peak fitness that we should have been seeing around round five? Could even have been a ploy from old Craig, eh? You don't know. Well, well we South have come on form at the end of the season. Because you know, if you look at where he's at now, you sort of <clears> think, well, what the fuck were you doing round one to seven? Well, you could see his, his involvement and his enthusiasm wasn't there. At all. When there was... Semi breaks or anything happening, he was just kind of walking around the middle of doing these ones. And then later on in the game, when there was something happening, he was there. He was trying to be there everywhere. Was, if not on the other side, yeah. So where it was happening. So that, that was a big difference for me. Yeah. Just his personal involvement and his own attitude towards the game. Yeah. Sweet. Well, it was that an absolute cracker? It's earned Melbourne uh, the week off. Yep. So which now. is which is horrid for any anyone. Oh, well, they're going to need it. Coming I mean, up against the Roosters or Raiders next week. That's it. Oh, that, that, now, that now paints a very interesting finals picture, which is the Roosters you have to be up for a fucking long time. That's that's it. Well, we, we've got we, that's man. it. We've now got the Roosters Raiders this weekend, which is last year's grand final replay. Um, I, the major difference, aside from a few key players being out on both sides, is the new rule: the six again. I think everyone's back this week. Hodgson's not. Verrills isn't. I'm talking about players well, that played Hodgson, in last year's grand final. Hodgson and, and Rat- Radley are probably the two missing from the starting teams. Yeah, well, Verrills wouldn't be there if friends there. Friends back, so well, he was playing a massive role last year, though. Yeah, I know. Right? And even at the start of this year, when Friend was there, he was still playing a very crucial yeah. role for 25 minutes or so. If you actually watch Jake Friend, he's a busy man out there. He's, he is. He's, yeah, he tied. He, he's, he's the controller of the defensive line. He's Controls that middle of the ruck great. Yeah, and he don't many miss many. Like, he don't miss many, and he's a massive loss to the team. Like, give you give Verrills a rap, you give Darcy Lussig a rap, or what was his name? Freddie Lussig. Freddie Lussig a rap, whatever, but Jake Friend locks that shit down. Like, he doesn't miss tackles. He, he, he controls the boys around. If Jake Friend sees something too, he wouldn't be scared to overrule a Kiri or something. Freddie nah. Lussig might be having that second thought, like, oh, Kiri's calling for it, I've got to give it to him, got to give it to him. Especially if it's a boss so, call. Yeah. Like, and, you know what I mean? If it's, it's yeah, it takes a special player to overrule them, and you don't want to come up... Shit on the other side. Where there's wanted, a five on two over yeah, here. Yeah, it'd want to work for you. You know what I mean? Whereas, yeah, Jake Friend's got that unique ability. To he usually actually, goes the right way. Yeah. He makes it work, sort of thing. Yeah, good football, Ed. Yeah. You know, yeah, good player. 
Always has been. Yeah. So, yeah, we've got the Raiders Sharks. Uh, sorry, Raiders Roosters now this weekend as a result of mm. them toppling the Sharks and the Roosters going down to Penrith. And with the other game, of course, Eels versus Souths. If, so, look, for Eels the Roosters, have got their second chance. Can they beat, can they beat the Bunnies? Oh, not if Fergo and Seaval both gone. I've just realised the whole... Their That's back it. line's in tatters, you know. Like, well, I mean, they've lost both their wingers, and, and they uh, have a very specific brand Fergo's of winger. I think still 50-50, isn't he? Is he? I think I, so. I would, I would hope so, because to oh, lose yeah. both of them like but they did in that game. But if you're 50-50 and you're running in there at 75%, it's only taking one knock. You're gone. It's a total waste of a dude. Especially this, just at this time like, of year where people yeah. are yeah, putting their bodies hard out on the line. Well, I, I mean, suppose it depends on who they've got to come through, because George Jennings taking one wing. I don't know. What other wingers they've got there, and how much football they've actually played this year? Well, Jennings lucky went to the Warriors for that bit, and Less for that they said they got that Hayes Dunster or something. Is it? They got another dude who's a winger there. Okay, um, played all year, played I'll tell you what, year, we're going to go. You know, we're going to go through team lists. Tough one. Yeah, and we'll go. Th- we'll go through team lists in a little bit. I'll pull them up. You, you could probably put Take a seventy percent match fit Blake Ferguson, or you take a hundred percent fit. Kid who hasn't played, I put untested a, in a fucking pressure cooker. I yeah, put a Davy. I put a Davy. Finals at home. Where are they, play, are they playing at Bankwest? Yeah. I put a Davy or a Takurangi in the center and whack a Blake to the wing. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Janko will leave at center. I don't know yeah. why I wouldn't put him at well, wing. But uh, Janko got swapped <laughs> over to the right. <laughs> During that game to right try and stiffen made, up that defensive side a little he bit. He made quite a few backline changes after <clears> he, especially after he lost both of his wingers, and he had a couple of guys on. He did him. He ended up changing the configuration around a couple of times, and then he sort of found something that worked. Yeah. But I mean, like you said, he'd lost Sevo, um, who is a bit of a defensive liability in my opinion, but he can also be incredibly strong out of nowhere. Yeah. He knocked um, you out with running over the top of you too. And, and Fergo, unfortunately, just <laughs> hasn't been on song with scoring the tries <laughs> this year. But in every other aspect, he's been... Oh, no, he's got to, last couple of weeks hadn't he scored tries. Yeah, but he ended uh, up with three or something. Yeah, that's year. it. I mean, compared to uh, no, like what we can see. And but he was fine in the try line at the right time of the year. He was fine in the try line all year. He was working the ball out of his own ends well and shit. He was doing his other little things yeah, right. Yeah, that, that, that's it. Like, you, would, you wouldn't necessarily fault him on it just yet. But he had a really that. rough luck yeah. with the try line this year. Like the, he put in some absolutely amazing efforts, which then got called back for like little things, like you know, like maybe an obstruction here some or something passes like that. And stuff. But and what, very rarely do you see him say anything about when, a forward bloody pass. And when Dill Bags was there, that was their more favoured go-to side. Like Dill Bags is more their attack and attack and go-to guy. So. Fergo was then. getting nothing. Like, yeah. But when you got Sivo on that side, you try and get him as much ball as you can near the line. Yeah. I don't even think he was still getting a great deal around that side, though. No, no. Well, the, I think Eels were scoring predominantly through the middle. Yeah, that, that, that's what year. I was about so to say. Like, their fours were... When I think of tries, I, I can think... Starting shit down the middle. Reed, Reed Marnie one. I can think of um, a well, Sean Lane one. Sivo, scored 12 or 13. Gaffo got a few. yeah. Uh, Jenny's got a few. I think Lane Moses got a couple ended up by the end. A couple. Brown got a couple. Brown got a few, actually. No, nah, not enough. No, nah, well, because he was oh, injured for so bloody long. Nathan or Dylan? Dylan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Nathan got a couple, though, towards the end of the no, season. No, he only got one. Oh, was it just the not one? A, not, not even, I don't think. Nathan Brown. Yeah. No, I think, he, he, I think oh, yeah, no, he got one on the weekend. Oh, yeah, that just got my super coach. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's it. So he didn't work in your super coach. But still, you know, like I see, you've seen that attacking through the middle from them. 
quite a bit. Um, yeah, the wings just haven't been as effective as they were last year. By last right, year they were dominant. By right, so Rabbitohs. Now, now that I think about it, Rabbitohs should fucking really I, look, stick it to them. But in saying that, once they come to Penrith, they're in trouble. Like that's it. Look, go, go, going off form, I've I've seen like I'm I'm putting my money on South this week uh, to probably go over him convincingly. Um, in the oh. other game, in the, in the Raiders Roosters game, look, I think I got to tip the Roosters, but uh, I know the Raiders are going to be coming out with a lot of heart. Like they're they're still dirty about last year. Jackie, right? We'll throw it all on his shoulders. No. I think if he has to. What about Ben Cummings? Uh, yeah, well, is he actually? He's not refereeing no, this game, is on he? On Sunday against the Knights. Oh, well, that's exactly he did it again. a year on from the grand final. He made a six again call and he changed his mind again. Yeah. Oh, is, is that is that like an in joke amongst refs? Is that oh, a no, bet? It would be now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at the end of the day, like I said to you, like when we were talking on the lounge before, the referees have got no balls. They're all scared to call it. Like no one's willing to go right. This is it. It's what I've seen, and we're going with it. But no one's got the balls to do that. All right, Some all right, do all right, occasionally. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, this wasn't on the agenda, but I was. Pl- I knew you'd bring it up. Right, so Facebook, if you're with us, right, whoever's out there, Valsey, Jamie, Ross, Barco, um, Scott Smith, just to name a few that I've just sort of noticed uh, in the last, Nick Heffernan, right, boys, help us out. We're trying to develop an idea. Bergs, what's your idea? You've you said it a few times. Come on, let's do this as who, a group. Who wants to be an NRL ref? Right, like, so how do we make this into a TV show or how do we make this into something that we can actually do? What are the challenges needed for us to actually like what do you need to be able to determine I want, what a I want good to, ref is i just what, want to check your eyesight first and foremost right so they're <laughs> Make bang, sure you can see. i want to <laughs> see how big your backbone is too i want you to have some balls man like i want you to... so what's your big balls challenge to weed out the weed out the ones that don't weed out the cowards mate because i think about it right well, you're the in the grand go, final you've got seventy thousand. the ones who go to the fucking video ref 95 percent of the time fuck them off for starts. Yeah, Unless like, you're going to keep this new rule where you just award to try and go on and shit happens yeah, after Yeah, I that. like that shit. Mind you, even then they've still gotten it wrong and you'd hate to have to pull it back without you know us what? having you, a proper review You've process. still made the really? call. You've still what? made the call. No one can fault you if you had enough fucking balls to go out and go, right, it's what I've seen, it's what I've called. I don't if they haven't could... fixed it by the time the ball's kicked and it hasn't been fixed. I don't think you could fill up both hands with the amount of times they ruled a try and then they had to come back and change it. There was no way there was more than 10 this year. I reckon most of the times they ruled those tries, they stuck. Yeah, what I'm saying is they didn't, that's it. The fact that there was 10 things that got picked up post-game, which were game-changing events, right, Like which which when? didn't get picked up at the time. There was, there was a few. On the weekend, Graham Ainsley, mate, he's come out and cleared them all. He said he's happy with every single decision made on the weekend. There was not one fault. No, yeah. no, no, no that, that's this weekend. I'm talking about through the season, though. Yeah, but there's probably been ten contentious tries. Graham Annesley has had his tail between his legs on multiple that, occasions this that's, year. That's humans, man. We yeah, make no, but mistakes. what I'm saying, is, what I'm saying is, right, some of them have been wrong calls by the bunker when they've gone back to check them. So with this new rule, you award the try. Are we being shown the replays as the bunker is no, reviewing? We them? never have no. been. No, but well, no, I think that no, the same we replays ne- we that never we get, see. No, we never see the same replays. You get to see, see whatever no. the TV's putting on. Yeah. But yeah, no, but no. that's it. No, the but bunker's got eight different screens, bro. They've got all different replays playing at the same time. We don't see any of what the bunker sees. No, no, no. But in terms of that's it. Like we all get shown the same feed, right? And the bunker is talking through 
through the decisions well, I don't, on that I don't, angle I don't even show. know if Channel 9 and Foxtel show the same angles at the same time, bro. Really? Yeah. Is it not so. just a, a standardised no, feed? Coverage, that, Fully different. Mm, that's in, that's don't get me wrong. I would love to see what's in the bunker. I would love to have every angle accessible to me. At Google that point. it, bro. Have a look at the fucking setup, old mate, sitting in. It's like a fucking well, for spaceship. Full transparency. I think they should show us what the bunker's looking at and why they're looking see, at. I th- I think what comes up on the replay screen because you watch them stop it, pause it, rewind it, and then talk over the top and talk through their their ruling process they, for the play. But they could be looking at a different yeah, that's, angle. No, well, just I just stopping it at the same time, kind that of. That is you know? one of his no, screens. No, I, I, I don't think that's the thing. I think oh, the whole point is thing, that's what they're making their decision off. They're not, and me. then they go back and they review the same footage from a different. They're angle. They're probably looking at that angle here, but then they've probably got another angle here, another angle here, and another angle here, and they're looking at all of them at the same time, freezing it so they can look this one, look at that one, look at this one, and look at that one to see where his feet are, where his arms are, where yeah, this look, is, where that sometimes is. Sometimes you see the. T- sometimes you hear the commentators call it. Sometimes you hear the commentators call. Like nah, that that went into touch, and then it didn't, and then it gets put through well, as a try, again, they... and then upon review, it's it's like no, he was in touch. That's clearly a no try, and like that's what I'm talking about. These are game changing events. So with this new rule, well, if we the try gets one awarded, of those real shockers with that Jackson Paulo from Souths. That was the only real against the dogs. That was the only real shocker where old mate was out by yeah. half a foot. Yeah. yeah, that's it by half a foot. But then there's a few other ones where it was like, no, nah, he's actually pretty close there. But yeah. I think and in upon the review, com- that, no, these decisions were wrong. I think in the commentator's box, they'd have the nine angles anyway. They'd have more angles than we're no, getting. No, I don't, I don't think they do. I don't I, know. I Gus think- and that seem to be pretty... Oh no no! I, th- I, I think, knew it. Like, I think I if think anything, they... they're at the they're at the box and they can see what's in front of them, and they've got a screen next to them which gives them the replays which are going up on the big screen, and that's a. I, I think you'll find they don't have a great deal in front of them, not as much as what you think. Right. Yes, but anyway, the idea is who wants to be an NRL ref like. Like, you all remember that soccer shit they had the other year? And I think they had, AF, who wants to be AFL? Rugby league. Right, right. Right. rookie they Who had. was it? That guy. Exactly. No, There's a forward. Give me, it'll come to me. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't McKinnon. Um, but anyway, refs, man, they fuck me off every week. And it's just mainly because oh, they got, or oh, they're not watching. Look at Perinara, man. He he misses a lot, and he, then he just calls random shit. Like, it's like, what the fuck were you even watching, dude? And sometimes it seems, and it does seem like they got it in for a couple of teams. Yeah, I think. You know what I mean? It's like, hold on. Like, that didn't even remotely look like anything like that. And it's like, now you've made him use the challenge, lost their momentum, the whole bit. And it's like, and then five minutes later, you do it again. Some players individually too. All right, well, everyone's got an opinion, especially when it comes to referees. Uh, Ross Mann, Perinara and Cummins should both go. Yay or nay, boys? Yeah. Yeah, Berg has put the thumbs up on that one. That's it. You think Perinara and Cummins should go? I actually don't mind Cummins as much as he's made a couple of contentious calls. Um, Henry, I think, calls it how he sees it, doesn't take the bullshit from the players. I think both Sutton's got to go. Both Suttons. Yeah, I'd keep Henry and Cummings over both Suttons. All right, Scott Fuck Smith. Gerard and Bernard. Scott Smith reckons Billy Harrigan had sort him out. Ah, oh. well, he always says, oh, I'd be making the best head of referee, rah, rah, rah. and I think he's been off the job a few times and never taken it, so. Well, he had a go at it once. Billy's caught. He had a go at it and fucked it once, remember? Mm. So, Nicholas Heffern and his He was the best ref we've had, but. He says, if I became a ref, I would stop players laying down for no reason, penalise the ones who are doing it deliberately. Cough, cough, Vunavalu. 
Oh man, let's you know what? Let's face happens every week. Now that's it. That, 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 we're going to open up this juicy issue from the Parramatta Storm game. Key point in attack. Um, Parramatta have a momentum shift. I think they're three tackles deep. They're about the 30-meter line, the trainer, before he gets to Vunavalu, who's down in back play for what turns out to be a cramp, a signal for the game to stop. The ref has stopped the game, and then they haven't started it until Vunavalu yeah, was back up. Yeah, they built the rod for their own back with that one. Yeah, yeah but, but, I mean, look, was it right? Nah. No, absolutely not. It's never right. It's never no, right. Man. If somebody's down 30 metres behind play, I don't care what the hell the injury is, it unless has he's no dying. Effect on play. It has no effect unless on play. Unless he's absolutely dying or they're about to run over the top of him, play yeah. on. Otherwise, but to be honest, you know what? If it's they're a still, man's game, if, mate. If they're still running towards the try line, you're right. Like, there would have to be a lot of blood coming out, like, actually dying. Well, it all come down from Nana McDonald broke his ankle last year. And then there was a big uproar because nobody stopped the game when he was 70 metres downfield. Yeah. How was anyone supposed to know he's got a broken ankle all the way down there? And if so, he does, who cares? Yeah, well, that's it. So this like, is where the wave thing is like coming from. Not like who cares that he's got a broken ankle, but the game must go on. That's, that's it. That it's, it's, it's the trainer's job to realise where his players are and realise he's a player down. The trainer should have been on him, yeah? Oh, yeah, that's it. And get the fella off as quick as you can and get your replacement on there. Yeah, that should be your thought of process, not, oh, stop the game, stop the No, game. that's it. I mean, those guys are on radio. Can't you send the Medicab out around the sidelines or do they have to stop the cameras for, for that? Is that part of why it all happens during a stoppage in play? Because, like, couldn't, could, if, say, hypothetically, something like that happened, couldn't you say, oh, we're going to need the Medicab in the, you know, northwest corner? This kid's going to have to come off as soon as play stops. Like, we know we're on tackle four. Play will stop in 20 to 30 seconds. Otherwise, as soon as there's a stoppage in play, you know, flag the ref. Yeah. And but I mean, that's it. They're all on radio. Otherwise, they've got their hand signals to communicate to. Do you think it was a deliberate tactic? Absolutely. Judging by exactly yeah. when it happened. Gives you breathe. Craig Bellamy uh, would have been on there. It's tackle one, tackle two. Oh shit! They're gonna roll. Hey trainer, put the down. Get out there. Stop the game. Yeah. Oh, they're not silly, bro. They know what they're doing. So it's, therefore, what should happen to them as a result uh, well, of, the, of, the, of day, the blatant disrespect? Yeah, the NRL is going to go. What did you do it for? And he says, "Oh, well, I thought he was seriously injured, sir." And they're going to say, "Well, oh, no, well upon what reviewing we do about that, upon reviewing the footage, he's waved before he's got there but, to even but, assess the injury." I know, but he's going to say, "Oh, well, I thought he was no, it seriously doesn't matter. injured." He's, no, no, his job is not to he'll assume. Just say, his just, job is to assess the injuries. That's what they're going to say, and he'll just get away with it. He'll just say there was a grimace on his face that shocked me. Ultimately, that doesn't fly. Guys get ligament tests done while play well, continues. Then next time it happens, instead of going down and stretching the cramp, he'll just hold his neck for a second, and then they'll go and give him some treatment on the neck, and then they'll start stretching his leg after it. Well, there's plenty of ways around it. Nah, They're not it's silly. It. I, 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 saw, I saw someone put a, a thing in, um, in in one of the groups floating around on Facebook earlier today. Uh, if you try and pull something like that, bang, you got to go off for a head of... Uh, no, head, head injury I, I, assessment. Don't, don't, I don't like necessarily it. agree with it because what you'll then find is you'll get people targeting. Like all they'll do is they'll target Nathan into a crusher, and as soon as he tries to milk the penalty, he'll get sent off for a HIA, and which what, neutralizes what, what, what the key player. What do you do? But yeah, well, no, that's it. I think it was, actually I think it was Gal last yeah. night that was saying on 100 like, footy like, that was saying it's different between a concussion test and going out there and saying. Oh, no, your neck's still strong, mate. You're all right to go. Like, how, how do you, do you test stop, it? How do you stop this obvious milking of the you crusher penalty, though? stop fucking giving penalties for those accidental little indiscretions where they slightly touch the back of their head, where only, there's so no, only if the tackle no goes on malice report. at all. If it's a reportable offence, if it's going to the judiciary oh, or the match they're committee. They're all reportable offences, according now. But no, no, no. They all go to the match review committee. If, they, if the match review committee oh, then escalates them. Unless they go... Uh, the only time they... 
don't go on report is when they're caught straight away. They'll yeah. penalise them. But if they stay down and the ref has to have a look at it, the only way they can penalise them is to put it on report. Ah, okay. So you got to... But, but then, if, I mean, if the ref sees something live, mate, it's, it's their discretion to put something on report if they see a reportable offence. The only offense. thing I think you can do is when they go down and hold their neck and go oh, for five minutes or whatever, and then they get the penalty show and jump up. Oh, yeah, sweet. You say, all right, we're going to milk it out. Turn it around the other way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm all for that. Well, yeah. I don't know how else you can stop it. Now, it, it, in our game of of how, who wants to be an NRL ref, so what's the test we can do to see if someone's got the well, balls to I'm, do I'm that? Sure, I'm, like, run a 30, I'm pretty sure in the rule books, milking is a penalty. Pen, pen, don't get me wrong. I think... I think, <laughs> I think... I think indictable. Yeah, I think... Um, I, I blow I, a fakie. I think I think milking should definitely be getting penalised more. I think that yeah. is definitely a coaching tactic you're seeing that, and the way they intentionally tie themselves in yeah. the ruck. I see attacking players holding on That's to it. and refusing to let go of the defenceman. If it's good get enough for the defence to get fucking penalised for holding them down and slowing the ruck down, why can't the attacking player get penalised for the same thing That's doing it. It the I, other way? That we well, just because you've got the ball That's doesn't it. mean you've got the right to do anything you want. That'll yeah. be a work in progress for next year. You watch well, they slowly like, start to pick up on they using that. their bumpers and shit. They're well, slowly and the way, getting that like, into so, it. Say, for example, like when you throw your arm out, right, Like you then create a loop and you watch guys throw limbs into that loop uh, intentionally wrap themselves around other dudes' limbs and stuff like that. Yeah. And then you've, you've seen it get penalised a few times before, uh, this year where a player's stuffed up the tackle and they haven't had that, that extra second of, you know, they've, they've wrapped themselves up around and they, so they've gone to mess with the play the ball or they've gone to grab an ankle or a wrist or something like just so that, but they've done it too late. After yeah. the tackle's been completed, and then bang, you get the penalty on that. But oh, you get the six I'm, again. That's it. I, I know a lot of the time on that one, you'll see a penalty, if not a professional foul, in the sin bin. The six no, again. That'd have to be attacking their line. Yeah, you see the six again one happen with, um, like, sometimes. But even then, for me, the inconsistency in the six again is something which I definitely need cleaned up next year. Now, what, look, while we're talking about next year, have we got any more ideas for our. We're just on that six again. I want to know why, for the first 19 weeks of the year, when you got ruled a six again, and you played on with that six again, and if you stuffed up on zero tackle, they just let the other team pick up the ball and run off like nothing had ever happened. But now, when you drop the ball after a six again restart, you get a penalty all of a sudden. Yeah, no, why? That, well, I think it's because it's, it's loss of advantage. And uh, But why hasn't it been that way all year then? Why are they changing it now after 19 weeks? Possibly player feedback because I think well, some you players are You've got to change it at the end of the year then. You can't just go, oh, finals time, we're changing it. Yeah, because you're right. It is. It, it then creates a different beast in terms of Absolutely. the game and being able to coach to get those penalties. Those penalties... Can, like when when a team draws a penalty or you know like sometimes do like the early kick and then run down and force the penalty and stuff like that those are planned plays they Definitely. are planned set plays there is a lot of defensive pressure which requires a lot of energy from that defending team they willingly give up the ball to for the chance of gaining 40 meters um so yeah like you, you really need them uh like you just need consistency. That's why no one wants to be an NRL ref, Bergs. <laughs> yeah, well, well, no. Well, look, Bergs is the one win. that keeps sprouting it. Bergs is the one that keeps sprouting it. No, I just so, think, because you know what? Like, you know what? How many people do you see? Ah, oh, they're fucking shit. I can do better. Well, fuck them. Oh, absolutely. Where, money where your mouth is. Sign up and go fucking do it. You know what I mean? End of the day, like, we've all sat there and said, oh, what the fuck's he doing? I could do a better job than him. I'd definitely do a touch his job, right? Oh. 
Well, but in saying that, up and down, isn't it? And the when they kick a goal, go, oh, you got it. The touchies now are all refs anyway, and they're just doing lacklustre job out there anyway. I feel that we should be at at our best position for refereeing. Definitely. Because we've got rid of, not saying that the old touchies were lacklustre or anything, but we've got proper first-grade refs. They're officiating the sidelines, plus a referee in the middle, plus a dude in the box, and it's like we're still fucking getting it wrong. You know what I mean? It's like, what the fuck? If anything, we've gone a bit backwards. And apparently there's a referee's coach at every game as well. Oh, really? So I'm sure he's got and then you got, something to say Then you've got poor Ainsley coming out every fucking Monday going, oh, look, sorry, guys. Uh, blah, we did blah, it again. Blah. <laughs> and, yeah, I bet he's hanging for that one week where I can just go, you know This what? is the week. Fucking job, it. job <laughs> done, guys. Taking 20, but he got <laughs> Michael Carver reckons refs should stop trying to be mates with some of the players. And Rick Arrington just says, don't even talk to me about refs because he's a Warriors fan and they get the raw end every week. Now, um, he's right, but though, some, of the, some of the refs do mate on with some players. Like, they, oh, yeah, good on you, mate. It's like, no, fuck you, man. you got to treat them like... Um, you got to be professional and unbiased towards anyone. Yeah, like, you're not, you're not me, mate. you got to see him all as a jersey and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, Mr. Mann also thinks uh, video refs should be able to rule on forward passes and should be able to challenge them for being uh, far too many missed this year. If it's an absolute blatant one, I'm happy for the video refs to say, oh, mate, that was blatantly forward. Knock on. Knock on. Knock on. Like Henry Perinara fucked up like the other week. The with guffo um, tap on. Yeah, the guffo tap on. But at the end of the day, he's sort of right. Like if... If that does travel forward, that's a knock-on. Exactly. Because it's a tap-on, you yeah. know what I mean? So, at the end of the day, Video Ref could have easily ruled on that if if, if he was right, yeah. but he wasn't. <laughs> and um, it ended up being like a pretty shit call on his yeah. behalf, you know what I mean? <laughs> but that's something they should be able to look at. Like, yeah. Especially with today's technology, you can get a phone and do this and look the fuck around the room and then put it on Facebook and then everyone can look around the room. Do you know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, the technology, surely they've got technology that surpasses my shitty phone that can surely get the angles right on where the ball and the trajectory and that's going on yeah. a forward pass by now, surely. like. Well, I mean, look, there was talk maths. of it. I know no, at, at the start play, of the year. Oh, he's released the ball there. It's clearly on a forward trajectory. Or he's released the ball there. It's clearly going backwards. There's, there'd, be, there'd, be, there'd be some sort of... Scientific algorithm. Algorithm, that's the word I'm looking for. To find the angles and shit. And don't get me wrong, it might take a minute. But money well see, spent. Look, look, the hard thing is being able to do it live. You look yeah, at some replays, it. like I mean, I see some stuff on Fox, and you look at some replays, like like Cooper Cronk breaking down plays, for example, in the in the pregame the other night, uh, Panthers v Roosters. Cronk was sitting there breaking down uh, Roosters and Panthers players, and how they do it. They stop. They slow mo. They highlight a player, and then the, you get to see the ball trajectories and all sorts of stuff. They can do all that in post. It takes time. That's why I'm happy for them to do the blatant ones, the 50-50s. I'm happy for the refs to call them or the touchies not to call them, as they do. And, yeah. Well, Scott Smith reckons get rid of the bunker, maybe bring back in a goal touchy. He reckons there's too much scrutiny involved. They slow the replay down to turtle speed and look at it way too much. Uh, he accepts that refs get a lot of shit wrong, but for a try, who cares if they get it wrong? That's it. I, I think everyone would be happier with the bunker if they just looked at everything in normal match speed. And that was it. Yeah. The only replays they see are in normal match speed. There's no slowing it down to 1,000 well, frame. 
to see if there's the slightest a inch of, of separation or some shit. Like, play grass, to full speed. If it looks like a try, give it a try. Everyone else in the game's on a time limit. You're on a time limit to feed the scrum. You're on a time oh, limit to drop out. How come they're on a fucking the time limit? Here, it was all about, oh, efficiency, efficiency. Yeah. You got it down like 37 seconds for a decision. Like, you got back up like four minutes. Yeah, like yeah, some of them are dragging correct decisions. For days. So at the end of the day, the bunker <clears> should have maybe a cup. It might... Make him fucking just have a look, you know what I mean? Like, instead of putting some ju- past well, judgment in your back of your head. Well, that's it. Instead of taking 15 seconds to look at a two-second replay... Yeah, because you've you gone can, you, can, you can watch 10 frames. of them in that time in normal speed and make yeah. up your mind. Yeah. I, I think agree. everyone would be a lot happier with that process, whether they got it right or wrong. I think everyone would be more satisfied that way. Well, Barco refuses to watch any game which Ashley Klein refs. And Mark Hindle yeah, reckons... Yeah, Mark Hindle reckons refs should be made to face the media after the game like the coaches. No, they can't. Why? Because they're... That's a tough one. They just... And I think they've done it once and they just got sh- to- shreds tore off them so yeah, they don't see, do they, it they, anymore. They got, they got the shreds... So At the end of the day, they're still people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they, so, but, they, but no, but that's up to the media having a bit of respect about that fact. You know, these guys are playing a fast-paced game. And let's be honest, even the on-field ref, if he sends that decision up, it's no longer in his hands. So all three refs would have to be facing the media afterwards but to explain their decisions. If James Tedesco fucks up three times in a game, he doesn't have to go out in front of the media to explain his actions. No, Robbo goes and says, he had an off-night tonight. So, well, yeah, I don't but know. Tedesco's allowed to have an off-night. He's a player. As an official that has the technology and the time and the rules and everything else at their disposal and catered towards them, special rules made for them. Well, you know what? Right, like, if they get it really wrong, they get sacked. Yeah, they, yeah, well, they get dropped. Yeah, it's yeah. not like they get sacked I mean, like we have, get have sacked. The, but the rest, you're touchy next week. So it says fucking sacked in the paper. Who's been sacked this this year though for some some of those contentious I mean, decisions? Been I think a couple they of people have been dropped. Yeah, they get put down. They get they, they, they get keep put their back job. down to touchy and a couple of the other blokes. Or get a week off. But or whatever. is that well, is that they get the Bulldogs? It says sacked in the paper. Yeah, that's it. Or they become a touchy for a week. But is that also not just a bit of a like, could that not just be a rotation and almost a resting policy oh, as, well. as well? Like, I mean, could that be well, playing it could be, and you guys are sitting the here on top it, of it? Like, but, oh, yeah, oh, no, that's, that, that's perfectly acceptable, whereas actually, well, no, it, it turns out that it, was actually the right roster anyway. coincide with their resting and their fuck-ups, well, so be it. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, no, it, it seems a bit too convenient. Yeah. They had the worst week. Oh, then have a week off, champ. You've earned it. <laughs> fuck off. Go in there, have a think about what you've done. You're rubbish. And they still get to play touchy and stuff, and it only takes them a couple of weeks before they're up. It's not like we we haven't seen any severe (laughs) roster changes. We saw a bunch of relegation, and as soon as I said refs, you got the comments guys put in two, and you guys put in two, right? You said you were happy for Perinara and. uh, Klein to go, and you said bang. Klein, you can add Klein. There you go, Cummins, Klein. So therefore, (laughs) five of the uh, chief officiators. Both the sons. You guys have just axed. <laughs> you guys have just axed, right? Billy, we need you, mate. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's it. Either Billy come out and like... Okay. Let's bring back Billy, Simpkins, fucking Archer. Let's bring guys, back the old school do, guys. Do us a favour. Do us a favour. Right. 
Everyone Graham Eady or just hit up hit up Billy on Twitter or if if he goes on the radio or something like that. I don't know. However, you can get a hold of if him. He works on radio. I'm pretty sure. Just start getting a hold of Billy. Triple M show. Tell him to get in touch with us. Yeah, I think he does do one of the Triple M shows on the, the weekend. Dead Set Saturday Legends, Scrum. I no, I don't think he does Dead Set Legends. I think he might do um one of them anyway. Saturday yeah. Scrum. Are you I'm going through the comments there. still? But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but get Billy to get in contact with Bergs. If not, they'll be able yeah, to talk okay. footy quite a lot. But hopefully, between the two of them, get two great minds in the, on the same line and see if they can't work out how to be an NRL ref and how to turn it all Man, around. Billy on the lines. That's it. Don't get me wrong. But Bergs will own Bill, it all. Mate. Billy, you come up with the master plan and Bergs will own it all. He doesn't give a stuff about the media or what people call him. So nah. he'll be Bill. fine. Even does, nah, Bill. Don't Bill even. doesn't nah. give a fuck, mate. Nah, that's nah, it. Look, never look, did. Back in my younger days when I That's I what did. made him the best, mate. He didn't care. Nah, he called it. it as he seen it. And, and that's it. That's what he got. He stuck got. with his guns. That's it. And he dealt with it on the, on the field. That's it. So Ross Mann reckons the touchies are too scared to make a call, which sucks because we've all talked about how the touchies are actually yep. NRL refs. Well, that, at the start of the year, they were taught about, oh, we're dropping all these part-times, rah, rah, and our chief pocket referees and shit are going to be on the sidelines and they're going to be right involved in everything that happens. Um, um, okay. Mark Kendall reckons players and coaches using HIA to get the play, uh, to get fresh players on free interchanges and manipulation of the interchange rule. Absolutely. Always um, has been. The NRL has to crack down on it. You see so many times a front rower or a lock or something comes off after 25, 30 minutes with a head knock. It's like, oh, fuck, he would have been due to be changed anyway now. It's like, oh, yeah, fuck, that's, that's a coincidence. Yeah, he goes, so goes off for a 10 minute. And yeah. then he comes back on just after half time as another free interchange because he's passed the HIA. It's like, oh, fuck, that worked out well for you guys, didn't it? <laughs> like, yes. Yeah, 100%. Like, you're not wrong. That's the worst part. Like, yes. Uh, yeah, we have. We've seen it a few times. There's a few of them that you've seen. And, and we've also seen the flip side. We've seen a few guys who get knocked and we're like, oh, no, nah, he's got to come off. And he plays two or three more minutes. Yeah, but th- those ones. No, it's because they didn't have someone on the bike. Straight nah, up. No, no, nah, that's yeah, well, it's that someone, be, that it's be the someone case. wasn't warm when Different. the injury happened. That's it. They, they look the other way and they wait for the NRL ref to, yeah. doctor to go, hey. He's got to come. But, yeah, like, oh, okay. We'll get out there when we can. Nah, that's it. They know that he's got to come off straight oh, yeah. away. But the NRL doc, their doctor can make the call straight away. As we've just said, they used to their event. I guarantee you it's not the NRL doctor when it's that forward that comes off after 25 minutes. Oh, it can definitely be, not. If yeah. he looked at that replay, go, um, that's mate, the team doctor's he hit his call, knee. that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but his brain's in his knee. <laughs> he's a front rower. Come on. Shit, head is head. that Jared Weir Hargraves? Uh, yeah. Jamie Flynn agrees. He reckons bringing the milking penalty, sick of it. Uh, Elijah Tappany, uh, Tippany says it's unsportsman like to conduct the passing of the ball at the defender laying on the ground. Unsportsmanlike conduct, uh, like passing yeah. the ball at the defender laying That's, on the ground. I think he's referring to when they play the ball, the hook picks it up and I may say you can't deliberately pass it into him anymore. There was a, there was a, there was a time where that was full-blown penalty. Hey, that's, that's gamesmanship to me. Yeah. If he's offside and can't get off his ass to get back onside, uh, it should be free game for me to pass. No, not if he, no, not if he Look, hasn't I, moved. I will, I will take. If he hasn't moved and just laying on the ground, that why? Because he hasn't. Why has he, he hasn't moved? Because get the fuck he's up, bro. No, cause, get cause back in your defensive line. As, as, as soon as they start playing the ball, he has a duty to get out of the way, and, but not interfere. He's not allowed to be running back against it. No, but he should be getting out of the way completely. But if sometimes they anywhere, hold him in there. Sometimes the attacking that. team intentionally hold him in there, so that way they're then facing a twelve-man line. 
Yeah, I understand. Like instantly, but they've got a, the hooker's got a hole, and you've seen it a lot this but season. But no, that's not what he's talking about. He's talking about like when they they do a tackle and they kind of fall off or something, and they're behind the hooker. The hooker picks it up and then passes it straight, straight into the defender who hasn't been bothered to get up, get back, or anything. He's just dawdling. He's in the he's in the no, line. Right. So, to be, be honest, if, if you're not if you're not in front of the hooker, that means you weren't involved in the tackle. The ball it. was involved. And, and in. you're not making an effort to get back. No, that's it. Yeah, you've got no you're reason free to be play there. To me. be honest, yeah. If, I can if, pass the ball. You'll get another anything, penalty. It happened. So what's night. happening? They were passing into him, and then yeah. they were getting like an interference They're penalty. They're getting a penalty for all being offside. Offside. Yeah. Which is fair enough, I think. That's gamesmanship, mate. That's smart. Yeah. If you don't have that... I think it got abused about the other year. Yeah, oh, it, def- it did, yeah. but... Yeah, that, that's it. Mate, it sounds got like to it's the point where it was a joke. Yeah. yeah the only way they got get rid abused, of it. is because people don't get back. Yeah. If people got back, they couldn't abuse it. They made a laughing stock of it. All right, boys. What's the five-metre rule? Uh, it used to be, used to be instead of ten, 10 metres, it used to be five. All right, cool. Because Scott Smith reckons if he was ref, he'd bring back raking the ball to get rid of all the confusion. So he's talking about in the scrum now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then he said he'd bring back the five-metre rule. Five used to be able to rake it to play the ball too. But yeah, well, he, he reckons the five-metre rule would correct so much. Oh, mate, if you could rake it to play the ball, it would be a very different ball game. Used to be There'd able be to none rake. of this sort of rolling it back and pretending with your no, foot over the top, you would be, be trapping your foot on that it, ball it. with your foot. You'd be playing it properly. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's it. You could be able to kick it or you could try and steal it. Yeah. Ah, okay. Well, yeah, that would but be... Your second the, the, I, think, handy there. I think they got rid of the five-metre rule more just to open up the attacking side of the game to make it more pleasant for the viewers. Well, Union's the five-metre, isn't it? Union's fucking one. Yes. Yeah, that, you pretty much got to get back behind a ruck and that's it. Yeah. Heffernan said he caused a good argument yeah, about look lying down. how great down. that game is. <laughs> no, that's all right. We love a good argument on the podcast, Nick. Yeah, it's it. He's saying sorry. We're saying thank nah, you, buddy. Yeah. Hey, um, throw some more out there. Cheers, <laughs> Nick, bro. Well, yeah. just quickly before you go too far, Elijah Tippin, he said the NRL rookie was Lou Goodwin, signed with the Raiders and then did his shoulder. Ah, oh, poor bugger. So, yeah. Yeah, but I kept seeing that comment come up, but I don't know what it was in reference to. We were talking, talking about, about NRL, rookie NRL rookie when he was talking about who wants to be a ref and shit. And yeah. I was trying to think of old mate's name, and he sent it to me. Oh, oh that's the that's the rookie yeah. ref. No, no, no that's, that's a rookie, rookie player. Yeah, NRL, NRL, rookie. NRL rookie player. That's who won the competition. Freddie ran it. Who wants? To, you know how soccer was doing it. Who wants to be a fucking? EPL superstar or whatever. Oh, no, was. Yeah. I didn't know this. NRL did one. Three yeah. or four years ago now? Yeah, and this dude won it, and he done his shoulder. Has him in back. Oh, spewing, poor bugger. Mm. Oh, poor bugger. They probably didn't get a season two if they didn't get the uh, the story out of season one <laughs> to be able to follow along with. As soon as he did his shoulder, they were like, oh, well, season two's gone. Yeah. <laughs> poor bastard. Um Rick Harrington says there's nothing worse as a Warriors fan to see Cummins ref uh, with Blocker on commentary. Oh. Big no go. Oh, block's got to go, mate. Yeah, yeah, honestly, I, Block's right. got to go. Nah, look, okay, to, be to, be honest, to be honest, let's talk about that next week and let's just open it up. I really would like to hear your opinions on the commentary. After listening to it, after seeing the Facebook and stuff like that, I'm going to go away and I might see if I can find a few classic I'll examples as well. Braith and Block. Gorn. Yeah, yeah, well, that's it. Look, I mean, don't get me wrong, there's probably a few of Fox League that could go. Um, look, for me, if you guys are watching <laughs> Fox League, right, watch Braithen Astor's face when anyone else is talking. He never looks happy about it. He always looks like like he's like, like just the devil inside him. Well, like, is shut w- the fuck up. I'm waiting for them thing. to talk as if they're, you know, they've interrupted him. It was a question directed at someone else, and he's just, yeah, he's just got this look of just. Well, I noticed. 
disdain on his face. As it's amazing. As, as soon as the question gets thrown out, Michael Ennis. <laughs> but Mi- Michael, Ennis, Michael Ennis does have some good analysis that, like, of footy. Yeah, no, Mal, Cronk and Ennis sitting there and Vonnie or someone will ask a question just generally directed. McGinnis straight on. Mate, I'm just putting it out there and I'll be honest, this is my opinion. I know nothing about this, but I reckon there is a bit of sexual tension between Mick Ennis and Vonnie. Um, Vonnie and Fletch. Are what, married? No. No, you I, reckon? There's sexual attention there. For you reckon? Days, oh, bro. When oh. they were doing the podcast and shit together, fucking yeah. Rock. See, I've been, I've been watching Ennis on the big league rap. Damn it, I'm not sure if it's reciprocated, but I reckon Ennis I think, a bit of I a think Vonnie just might be a fucking friendly, just lovable chick, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm just saying, like, like looking at this... I don't know. There's some chemistry. I see the way Ennis talks to her too. Like I've noticed that he always wants to be in on that conversation. Yeah. You know what that, but you know what that's like. Um, what else have we got? Uh, Elijah Elijah Tippany says rugby union has technology where it puts digital lines across the field, and that's how they judge the forward passes. And that's definitely something we could implement. That would not be hard. No, uh, well, that's it is. They also have someone look over the try scoring play after it's been awarded. A running see player, foul play, knock ons, where he passes. throws it backwards or not, it'll always float forward. But yeah, yeah, but that's it. Maybe uh, something then which con- can concentrate and track the hands that's and the it. ball. You got to track like the that. hands. You got to see where it's released out of the hands. The line. I think they need to bring in that line for fucking offsides and shit. I don't understand why they don't put up a line when they're doing offsides and crap. Yeah. <laughs> Chris is with you. He says 100% con. Foot front rowers, football brains are in their knees. Uh, Jamie Flynn reckons bring back Tim Mander. Yeah, I didn't want Timmy Mander either. Oh, All Timmy those old Manda. school refs, man. Holy shit, that's a blast from the past. Timmy Mander. Scott Smith reckons get rid of the interchange. Mate, Scott Smith, you were a hard taskmaster. I'd, I'd, I'd knock it down to four. Raken, and, and I'd go old school, and once you're off, you don't come back. Like, Raken, five-meter like rule, that. get rid of the interchange. He says it's a game of nutrition. Every player is now an athlete and can play <laughs> yeah, multiple uh, positions. Wingers are just as big as forwards. Call me old it's school. But I think the Winfield Cup era was the best footy ever. Scott Smith, I reckon you, Bergs and Con, could sit down and try and fix the fish tank together and have a night. great time watching old school football games. Oh, we could fucking fix the game with Pete Volandis and a big paycheck. <laughs> Ross Mann says Blocker can't even pronounce players' names properly. <laughs> I have that problem, but... <laughs> Fox, please slack, uh, sack Blocker and Braith, both absolute flogs. That's from Ross Mann. I said, wait for next week, boys. Uh, Ross Mann says, wasn't there chemistry between Cam Smith and Yvonne? A couple of people jumped on that one. Rumour has it there was a little bit of... Uh, a bit more than tension. <laughs> there was an atom or two split. <laughs> Chris McClelland, I'm not sure who you're sticking up for. Are you stepping up for Blocker or Braith? He says, uh, love the bloke, misunderstood, I think. He knows how to play and he knows how his halves played. Braith? Yeah. I just I don't know if he's... Uh, if that's Chris. I don't know if he's defending oh, I, Braith or Blocker I, there. I think Braith's just... I think he's defending Very biased. Blocker. Yeah. And... He- Sometimes she says the dumbest shit. Oh, mate, a lot of those guys sometimes just talk for the sake of fulfilling I'm the I'm like air. the brave of the table. <laughs> you are? Okay, yeah, McClellan, yeah, it is, it's blocked Do up. more. You can do questions oh, this week. Questions. You're doing questions this week off the, oh. off the page. Harrington get, reckons get rid of Freddie as well. Get rid of Look, I'll, Freddie. I'll yeah. be honest, on some days there, Pretty I good. try to get fitler. I try to get just as messy as him and John's, and I can't. 
Oh, in commentary, they mean? Yeah. Oh, okay, I, see, I, don't, I don't watch much nine. So no, I, don't see, I watch pretty much everything on Fox yeah. because every game unless, is Unless there. Rabs is calling nine, I don't watch it. Even then, I've gotten so used to now to watching the game without ads. And yeah, look, I, I, yeah, that's true. I, I love watching the highlights on Nine with Rabs calling the moments. Right, like I get it. I love the voice. He just gets you oh, excited that, over nothing, mate. That voice. <laughs> he is very, very good. He is a phenomenal broadcaster. But yeah, I just yeah, I'm sorry. Right. I like my footy the yeah. way I like my footy. No, Fox right. knows that. No mucking Fox around. ruined it for just everyone. Just <laughs> show me the game. Nothing but on demand wherever I am. Thank you. Um, uh, Mark Hindle, blocker always says he will be a player or he, or he could he could beat a player. And, yeah, you got to love that about the old-timers, listening to that in commentary. But i tell you what, guys. Think about all – guys and girls, sorry. Uh, think about all your uh, favourite commentary moments or your favourite commentators were, what pisses you off about, different ones, what you That's love about That's not a ones. try. That's, That's a miracle. And we will talk about all of that next week. Guys, I don't think we've got much more to talk no. about this week. We've got a few questions, but also we've got the origin teams. Have you got the questions or the team list there? I've got questions and a statement. Yeah, you've got questions and a statement. The statement is Condi Will in round one racing in Flesh Runners League. Yeah, Thanks, Mark. 208 overall. Thanks, buddy. I love how Con takes control of the comment section for the first time in 20-something episodes. Please, he threw it at me. But I didn't yeah. want to do it. <laughs> just I just a, thought he was telling me to read something. Just to fun. toot his own horn. Con. <gasps> yeah, you, you, you can do the rest now, Bex. You're so <laughs> humble, buddy. Um, why so is modest. it that when a team is defending, the, the halves have back rowers running at them, and the defending team back rowers is defending against the attacking team's half, especially close to the line? How often do you see a second row forward crash over for a try like Angus Crichton on the weekend and Ikatala through the season? Yeah, definitely. You, I mean, you, you've seen Maddo get him like that. You've seen uh, Murray well, not so much off the back of the halfback. But, I mean, sometimes you have. But, I mean, look, oh, you can understand why they do it. And especially if why not put a better defensive man on the most lethal playmaker they've got. You know? And especially when you're... Often you'll see it's the second rower that's putting that pressure on off the fifth tackle onto the halfback for the kick. You notice that a lot. Because, well... Is there anything wrong with that? Most of the time, the defensive line's the defensive line. You have your winger, centre, half, half... Second row. Hey, half, half second second rower, that's it. And your half is sort of moving around. And then because on the attacking side, because they're playing the ball in the middle... The half moves in inside your second rower and pushes him out one. Yeah. So that's why. So, that that he, so if, if you're playing true man on man from side to side defensive line, I mean, it's natural. As soon as your yeah. half moves in, he's got to face the second rower. But, I mean, the idea he's is then, he's attacking. If, he's not actually. If you're marking your number and you're moving out, then you're going to disrupt defensive. He's going to draw a second and shit, so. so the idea is you send, you send your second row out, you send. You're half in, and then he's got the protection of the front row and the second row either side. So that sort of is a deterrent. Well, that's it. And if your second row, if he's got a hole, can run a line to crash but through if there's half a sniff. The, Otherwise, the, you can run a decoy, and you can pump it straight to your centre or winger deep. Well, that's what the, the whole know, idea is. If you're drawing that dude in, you've got that hole on the side. You were seeing that. They set up their structured play to pull the second rower or the half out of their position, yeah. and that creates the space. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Everyone's in a bit of confusion on what to do. Sometimes half the time it's when they're in the transition and he just runs and they're already ch- it's too late. He's found that hole. Yeah. And basically that, that that's that's the best thing you can do, man. Send a big man and a little man near the line. Like it's so much harder, especially if he's there singled the out on his own. Like 
You get That's your it. six foot six dude. A lot of the times you're five foot eight, five the foot nine. players set it up, so it happens that way. They're not silly. They know where they want their big men's running and who they want them running at, and they set it up so it plays out that way. Yeah. And if you notice, like half the game, like there's your someone's deliberately running at them halves anyway, trying to take the well, take the wolf to put out of their game. On, so that way they fumble and they make they force the error on that well, play. Well, you, you can tackle a player out of the game. Yeah, if well, you go to make what happened 50 on the weekend tackles, with some guys charging down the halfbacks on kicks, second rowers are literally jumping in now to really put. I've seen a, I haven't seen many charge downs in the couple of years I've been paying attention to league man. I've seen two in two weeks. Two really good, solid charge downs in the last couple of weeks. Maybe even three from three, to be honest. No, well, you better not be counting Fisher Harris's one. But it wasn't a charge down. But no, I'm not. I'm, I'm talking. I think. I think it was Sean. I think it was Sean Lane, maybe. In the in the Paris Storm game. Yeah. I okay. Well, watch that one. You have to ask Gregory. <laughs> so so look, the charge down is where you actively charge down the kick. Yeah, you're actually playing that, at the ball instead of tackling that, the man. That's yeah. that's your charge down virtually. Yeah. Whereas well, Fisher Harris's one was charge downs. As well, like, like in the last couple of weeks. Steve Price was a champ. I yeah. think in the Storm game in the, uh, last week, it was a really good one. Maybe a week before, actually, because last week was the rest of the week, wasn't it? Yeah, no, no, there was one on the weekend, you're right. And they charged it down. Newcastle charged down and Fitzy ran through and grabbed it on the bounce. And he could have kept running, but he just dropped to the ground for some reason. There you go. Like That's Snipers what I'm saying. Like, people are like... That's where it's coming from is that, no, if you put that pressure on the halfback, you can save yourself 30, 40 metres and get the ball back in good field position. Right. If not, confuse them and maybe even break at, away. At the end of the day, if you're 20. not even there to put pressure on that halfback, you should be there to hit that fucker, put him into the ground and make him feel it so he thinks about his next one. Yeah, yeah well, that, that's he's right. He's looking out of the corner it, of his it, eye it, thinking, is he coming again? Yeah, I think, people, I think people were scared about doing that at the start of the year with the rule that they brought in about the late hits on and the, well, you and the hitting on the tackle halfback. kicker off the ground and shit like. Yeah, you know what I mean? Which, especially with the way they kick, they end up with one yeah, leg in yeah. the air. As soon You're as you touch the, the top of them, there's that much body weight up yeah. top. The centre of gravity is so high, they just flip. Yeah, they're, so, they're starting to be too much of a protected species for my liking. They're starting to become an NFL punter. Now, as soon as you touch their toe, Flag. Rick Harrington says he loves Vossi and Dan Ganane in commentary. I yep. agree with you. The only problem is they pretty much never work together because they're no, the they callers. No, they don't. They're both heads. Yeah, exactly. They're callers. Um, I like Dan so it, it's about, I like, I like both. both of them. I, I will happily listen to both those. Vossi's my games. number one now that Rabs only does one game a month. No, to be, I really like Dan Ganane. Dan Ganane's good. Brent, I don't mind Dan Brent either. speed's but... all right on Fox, but Dan Ganane, I, I like his opinion and his comment in there as well. He, I, just, I just think Vossi's got a bit more general knowledge about the game than Dan. Yeah. He sees it a bit better. Oh, he's been around for fucking ever so you now, know, You want to know who my favourite commenters is, actually? Brandy. Yeah, I don't mind Brandy. She, he calls it how he sees it. He sticks to his guns. He admits when he's wrong, but he's not often. Yeah. You know, know what I mean? Like, he, he knows his football, man. Straight up. He was a gun, Brandy, man. He was a gun. Um, Ross Mann, and I'm sure, I'm sure a few of you guys saw this one the other day, Fatty's comment about the porn star Touchy. Does anyone know his name? I didn't see the comment. Oh, mate, jump on Facebook. It's floating in a bunch of groups. So one of the young touchies has grown this mad moustache and they shot to it the other day after a try or or during a a look at a try and Fatty's just like, check this bloke out. Looks like a porn star. Fatty's porner. Right, just live on air. Ron Jeremy. Fatty's good for that shit, dude. I think sometimes he forgets where he is. (laughs) Especially now, he's getting on. Um, We would have that. Mark Hindle. How can Kicks possibly miss a game for that tackle? Yes, Smith, not for his... Oh, man. Smith was worse. Some 
rules for others, some rules for some. And protected some species. For I've been seeing that going around all weekend. Protected species, protected well, species. Give him the answer. I'm pretty sure that Kickow had carryover points, which alluded to him getting suspended, and Smith took the early guilty plea, which is 75. Don't tap the table. 75 points. So free to play, but got now, now loaded up. If Smith does one little indiscretion, he misses another grand final. Yeah, and so that well, in this case, he's going around again. Um, oh, definitely yeah. uh, not calling out on that note. And that's the whole thing with Kickow is because of the carryover points. <laughs> I don't he, quite, I'm not no, 100, but I'm I think, sure I think he does are, have carryover I, no, points. No, I think you are right because I my what I heard was because of carryover points. Uh, he will get a week anyway, so there's no point not fighting it. Yeah. You may as well go to the judiciary, present a defence and try and get off uh, because you're getting a week off anything. regardless. Yeah. Exactly. You're not actually losing anything as a result. So it sucks, but it is what it is. Scott Smith, mate, you're a hard man. He reckons the charge down should be a knock-on. Everyone knows it's the last they're going to kick it, but if a player tackles someone with no intent to touch the ball, it's classed as a knock-on. But he's not tackling a player. He's not tackling someone with no intent mm. to touch the ball. He is going for a ball to prevent the kick. I mean, ultimately... Technically, it is a knock-on. It well, really I, is, because it's hit your hands and go for it. No, no, no. Often, that's why they often, call it and change it to a charge down. But also, often you'll notice what players do. I think if it still comes off well, your well, forearm or your hand, they do penalise as a knock-on. It's got to come off the top part of your arm, like... I, right I, I, I think that's what they should change, personally. Well, come, or the chest or the back. How come then when someone passes the ball, I can't slap it down, charge down, and then run but away with not it? Not a kick. Fucking charge down. But Use me fucking hands hey, up here. If, no, if someone passes the ball and it doesn't contact with your hands, if it contacts with your shoulder, that ball's still live. I, Forwards I, or backwards, I think. If it contacts with the shoulder... I, mean, I think it should go the other no. way. I think it should be a not knock-on. If you're tackling a person, they pass into your hand. You're yeah, not playing at no. the ball. I'm, I'm for that should that. be play on. That's not that's a bad pass for me. Yeah, well, that, that, same that, as when it, they pass bad, it in here. Yeah. Same as when they pass it in here. No, if you're offside and they pass it in here, that's your bad. No, no, you I mean like, <laughs> no, you're not hearing me. Nah. Like, like when it sort of like gets passed into you when you're near near the sideline, yeah, you sort of made a play at it. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, not really, oh, but I had nowhere to go. It's you know what I mean? Me. It's dead set. No, I didn't really, but what could I do? That's just reaction. Do you know what I mean? And oh, yeah, yeah. Like that's the, that's the same thing. Yeah, I think unless you're absolutely one hundred percent playing at that ball, yeah, if you're just making a tackle, man, play on. Yeah, but that'll never be the case. So no, because it's on. it's a grey area because. Yeah. It, They'll start training for it to oh, look that it. way, you know that's what I mean? It. You go in, just throw your arms at the ball like that. You just, oh, yeah, just they'll train get it. Get as wide as possible in your tackle action, yeah. That's the thing, that's they'll it. train it. They'll I mean, train that, it in the it, game. As you guys said, any rule you give these coaches oh, 6 yeah. to 12, yeah, and they will it. find a way to tweak it to their advantage. It's Australian way, guys. It's just a way to get a competitive edge. It's what you do. If you want to be the best, you got to. You got any more questions there, bud? Yeah, lads. He's loaded. Uh, let's talk about the Eels game being stopped for cramp. Uh, I think we discussed that. Investigating it after the game won't help. The, won't give the Eels a chance to attack. We went over the Vunuali thing. Yeah, you? that's it. I mean, you're right. Still, what, but what, what do you do? How do you penalise the Storm? Um, well, how as, they, as a result of that, exactly, and post-game. And look, how you do they the go point. to Melbourne and ask yeah, them the question? Exactly. Why are you asking Melbourne what happened there? We all saw what happened. The only thing you can really do is right. onto it next how, time, and if they try it again, how do you punch expect, them straight away. How do you expect the refs to have balls when the NRL doesn't? 
their employer just came out and asked the club that cheated in front of the nation. Oh, you'd have the lawyers onto it to find the to, best you know possible I mean? answer. Oh, boys, could you just explain what happened? Is that what the NRL Integrity Union is? I think it's just a pack of old dudes on shit. Make up the fucking as they no, go I think along. the integrity units mainly for players. I don't think they invest that kind of stuff. No, 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 they don't. But what I'm getting at is the NRL integrity unit seems to investigate stuff very thoroughly and are oh, afraid to call it how they see it and put their policies in place. So why they... is the rest of the organisation not following suit from that? And, and and we're seeing just a little bit more strength, a little bit more cohesion no, 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 the backbone. They might come out and ask Melbourne and. Then turn around and say, "Well, that's a piss poor excuse. She's getting this and slapping with something." So, what would they get slapped with? That you? you no, the only thing they could possibly get slapped with is a fine. But exactly, unless you unless you affect and their salary cap next get year, suspended for a week or two. Like, exactly, uh, or you or you take the result off them, which means, but you can't do that in nah, the final series. Can't exactly, do that. definitely can't do that. You can't Not say that change the result. Indiscretion exactly. Like that. So, what actually is going to change? A fine, or like you said, a salary cap penalty, which you know will I mean? be a big deterrent. Well, hundred thousand bucks off your salary cap. Will it be? A each oh, okay, yeah, look, for each offence, and if it's actually penalised, yes. But when you get people Especially who are if under you're a club supposed that... salary sombreros and secret beach houses and, you know, like... Oh, that's all. That's it. hearsay, hush-hush things that I've heard around there. Like, oh, no, no, my mum just got a new house. Don't ask which club bought it for her. She won the lotto. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, no, nah, Nick bought her the ticket. Um, You know what I'm oh, saying? It's, it was like, only 20-man roosted lotto. But he won it. <laughs> <laughs> but well, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like a, a salary cap exemption or a salary cap, something like that. Look, to be honest, if they want to get around it, a third-party deal will cover a hundred grand. You oh know, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like ultimately, it doesn't look good for the club. But yeah, no, I, I think you it'll need to come only, down harder it, on it, them to prevent that action. It'll only be the poor clubs that get punished then. That's it. Because if every club starts doing that, what happens? We start losing minutes and minutes of game time. It goes back to slow bullshit footy and everyone starts tuning out again. We are trying to keep it fast pace. These coaches need to be actively penalised when they're teaching and coaching their sides to actively play against that. Like, nah, give us the fast pace footy. Let the best team win. We will go crazy for it. Definitely. Right, you guys pulling shit like that makes people infuriated. Right. Thoughts on Panthers' run to GF now? Surely they'd have to be red-hot favourites. Eels banged up versus Rabbitohs banged up. Panthers week off. Then either of those sides. Other side of the draw is Raiders, Roosters and Storm. That'll be some bloody tough outings. I, I think. Spot I don't on. think they can lie down if they get through. I think the Rabbitohs get through this weekend and I don't think that's going to be a game they can lie down for. I don't think red hot favourites is probably the best thing. Not red hot, them. but uh, I think they're, no, no, they're no, slight favourites. They're bloody firm, and yeah, to be honest, it's even them with, or Storm for yeah, me. With, me too. with their form and their run, like no, they, they to be honest, they are looking like red hot favourites. But you generally you know, we all find love an underdog in this country, mind you. Roosters have been red hot favourites two years in a row, and they they pulled it off. You so. generally find you, well, if you get the red hot favourites from most of this year but, too. Yeah, but what I'm saying is it, it's not impossible to do. Well, I'm, I'm still um, not real on the Roosters. If, if you get the week off, you tend. Tend to generally go on and do a bit better. The, yeah, well, that's I it. I think you the last team who lost in the first week and went on to win it was the uh, 15 Cowboys. There you go. So, and okay. before that, I think it was like 2006, the Broncos did it then. But you, so I mean, you it doesn't guys, happen very often. You guys, I think, have both called. Maybe the Dragons You're expecting 10. both teams that get the rest make the grand final. So, in that case, who does it go to? Does it go to the Melbourne. go one more time? Or does I it go... It. Go to these kids, mate. Who gets it? Okay. I, th- I think whoever can turn up with the best defensive mindset on the game, because over this weekend, the lowest scoring game team was 20 points. Yeah, it's Usually that's the highest scoring team in a finals week. 
So I points. think whoever can get their defence right and sorted and nailed before the GF, they are my favourite. I just think so his experience is fucking bang. second in that. But there it is now. Not only, that's not only Smith. But Bellamy's no, no, as yeah, well. The, the team. But, no, that's it. And, and the team. I think uh, some of the Bromwich boys have experience. But then Kafusi's got you experience. Weigh that up against got experience. Older guys, young, exuberant. They've got the same. They've now, got the same. So, they've but, got the but, same on the other side. Now that they but, did, they've got the same. They've got the likes of Pappenhaus and Munster's not that old. Hughes is no, but, but it, it, fucking. They don't have the, the dynamic that Penrith have. On where average. Penrith have played these big pressure cooker games together, but as juniors, and they've probably done it. Like looking at the caliber of this team, they've probably done it a few times as juniors. So it's not like these guys haven't played in high pressure games. Nothing as high pressure as the NRL Grand Final. But you know what? These kids have probably dreamed about to, about playing this game together. Oh, of course and they have. Who does have the experience? At the in end that of the Penrith day, there's side. only one way you can get experience. And that's to go there and do it. Like oh, yeah. you, the you, first time Melbourne went there, they didn't have experience. They, they turned up and won. Mate, Yo, I think Yo and Source have a bit of experience in that side. Tamau, I think, has uh, uh, all think those guys the only, been to premierships. The only premiership players you've got is Tamo. Uh, Appy. Didn't Source play in the last premiership? No. Oh, he, he didn't win. 2003. No, I know, but didn't they make it through to a premiership but not win it? Nope. No, 2003 was the last time he's been in the grand final. Yeah. Oh, no, I swear I was looking at finals footage or... Um... Happy Tama and Tedavano, sorry. Tedavano was at the Roosters yeah, in last 17, year, 18. 18. All right, well, there you go. Like, I mean, you're right, It's not. it, it isn't much. I'll give you that. But Look, take... to be honest, all, all it takes is them going through this final series. I'm on panel. Bang, they've got that experience. And no one can That's ever it. take that away from them That's again. It. So, like you said, like... you got to get there. I'll put it this way. If, if they don't win this year, they'll be fucking better for it next year. Mate, yeah. they've, oh. got a, they've got a five-year window, in my right. opinion. Well, the Gus things worked. It just Absolutely. Took, just, it took just four took, years extra, but... Just took a bit there. of extra time, now, but now, look now, at where they're at. They put all the in place and got all the systems in place to get them where they are now. Now, now was it Gus Hawk that... Hawk had something to do with that too. I was about to say, was it Gus that went out west and saw that there was no Panthers juniors out west and implemented that juniors program? Or did Gus come along into the NRL side of it about five, ten years after they'd already started down their development pathways plan for the West. I think I'm not just, saying he didn't maybe help it along. No, but Gus definitely he just, fast-tracked it. He unified, yeah. I think he unified the Penrith comp and people wanted to stay out here instead of fucking off the power or fucking well, he, off here. He got him a $28 million centre of excellence built by the government. But I mean, that's that's for Panthers. That, I mean, like, develop, yeah. does the development squad get that, or that is for the development squad? That'd be for everyone. Be, yeah, any, like, any even, Penrith. even Penrith rep juniors would be in that shit using that. Rep, like, rep juniors, like, the under yeah. sixteen, Matt and shit coming through. That's SG what I mean. No, like, that, that's it. That's yeah, the team everyone. that Cambridge. That, that's the future Panthers, yeah. and that's what they've worked on building. And that's it. And Gus put pathways in to get them into there. And keep it, man. I don't know. I, just, I read an article. Like Griffin, this... I'll give Griffin heaps of credit for it as well. Absolutely. Yeah, like, see, I, Griffin could not be understated in what long. he did. Yeah. But Gus was the major key player for me. Yeah. From well, what I know and read. And, and that's but it. But I don't have inside knowledge. So. But that's also interesting, though, being that you're a member of the public, an avid footy fan, like probably the biggest fan here at the table, right? Like, like It's interesting that that's the... The perception that you've got from the well, media, when like like that's it. When I read this article the other I, day, Gus's I still think Gus in that wasn't is the mentioned. best football brain in the game, by none. 
Mate, he, he, uh, but no. wrong, I, I, think I he do agree. I just don't with. agree with all the Gus's shit. Like sometimes, yeah, he says dribble, but most of the time, he's not far off the mark, man. Oi, what the fuck are you doing? Well, why don't you come back over? Because I don't think we've got too I've much got left to talk about. A couple more questions. Yeah. Sorry. All right. Thoughts on Clemmer missing out on Origin selection? Bit unlucky, in my opinion. I totally agree. I think he should have been at least in the 27-man squad. Not I agree. Not 17, but I, the 27. I think he should have been in the 27-man squad. I think I, it's rough that he's not in the... But is it worse not being picked for the squad at all or getting in the squad and not making the run on? I think I want to be in the squad. If you're yeah. not, if you're not in the twenty-seven, you want to be there next you, to your teammate that's been pretty much sort of showing you up all year and yeah, has now gotten your starting spot. If you don't in the make the twenty-seven, game. that's telling you that you're at least ten players away from making the team. At least if you're in the twenty-seven-man squad, you know you're maybe an injury away from getting in there. He's hard right, done fair, by. Fair, yeah, yeah, fair. He's hard done by. I think he's been I mean, at least in the top ten props this year, and at least in the top five New South Wales props. So for him not to get a star, I think I he took his game up the level. He brought an offload in. He took his game up the level this year. He had the year. second most offloads in the comp this year, going from. I, I think he's hard done by in saying that. Freddie's not a fan. Didn't want him there last year. Well, that's it. He's, he's apart from the offload, he's straight up and down. Yeah, he's got he's a good a, work yeah. rate and everything, but he's run straight, no footwork, no balls, no fucking nothing. Obviously nothing else, yeah. And he sometimes can get sloppy and go missing in the defensive line when the pressure's on and the team's really got momentum building. Yeah. So I can understand both well, you points. you know. Yes. Right. Happened um, on the weekend. How's Con feeling now? The Knights got bounced out and Ponga won't be playing Origin. Brad, honestly, this is a topic I wanted to bring up with you guys. Yeah. Do you want... I think Ponga should put the Knights before Origin... We pay his bills. So I think any player who has the choice between off-season surgery being right for the pre-season or playing origin and not being right for the pre-season should do the right thing by their team first. Um, I know origin's a great thing and it's a great accolade to have individually and shit. All right. Well, this year especially, seeing as we're trying to like globalise the sport a lot more than in years gone by, we want to put out our best product. Definitely. Now, I know... He, if he needs surgery, we're not putting our best product on the field anyway. That's true. Do you know what I mean? Like, let's look at that fact. He's not running out and there. And 80% KP is not going to give you 100% KP. Yeah. Nah, and it's it's A, a liability. B, it's origin. It's not a game you can go missing in. And if New South Wales knows, his shoulder's hurt. They're going for that shoulder. Oh, he's getting everything Boy, sent at I, him. Man. Can I just throw a C in? Yeah. How dare you? Does he deserve the number one? Like if you look, Absolutely. At, if you look at Queensland form, Brimson looks Brimson solid. Brimson carved up six the bottom games. six teams yeah. six games. for the last six games of the week, bro. Nah. I understand. No, he's I'm good. just saying he's K- explosive. K- KP has been off form for about the same time and he looks nice. like garbage on he's, the weekend. He's scored 200s in the last six weeks. Did but he? K- right. I didn't have him in my turn. K- KP, KP, KP's... He's origin built. He's a massive big man. I think he just offers a lot more than Brimson. He's a huge human being. All right, yeah, fair enough. AJ. Brimson's the backup if KP goes through with the surgery. Brimson Brimson will be the number one. Yeah, he he will be. I don't think the Knights will let him play. Yeah. We're paying him $1.2 million a year, bro. You pay for us. You don't pay for Queensland. Yeah, well, that's it. $90,000 for origin. Let's be honest. If you were injured, if you were having those same concerns during the season, they'd be saying the same thing. They'd be like, nah. We need you, like you need to get through this season, mate. Like, well, that's, well, apparently he's had this torn labral for 
most of the year, if not all the year. Which could explain so. it could explain like why we've seen him going missing a little bit and this and that. It, I mean, look, you you saw him, especially in the first few games, mate. He was hitting real hard. He was putting his body on the line. There was one where he hit the bloke five seven meters in from touch and took him <laughs> out clean on the hey. flight. Like it was insane. You're right. He he's a spectacle player to watch. But if he's not at a hundred percent, is it worth watching? Nah. That's it. Not particularly, no. Um, sorry, these questions were brought to you by Nicholas Heffernan, Chris Irwin, Ross Mann, Brad Huxley, and now Adam Diffie. Talk about origin team selections. Ponga could be out for Queensland with injury. Clemmer and Graham. Oh, Graham was the other one. Wait, Graham not selected for New South Wales. Couldn't believe that. Blues camp yet, in brackets he put, but I think if they haven't been selected now, I think they're not getting selected. Nah, because they're already bowed out, so. Who you guys got in your selections? Monday too hard. Now, yeah, but bang, I was about to say thank you very much, Diffie, because actually Diffie. this was our next topic, and I think it's probably our we final topic of the night yeah. to talk about, <laughs> was our origin team. Oh, so, well, before we get into that, I'll ask this one last question because there's only one more question. Yep, sweet. Mate, what's the go with Ponger and Clem? They really look disinterested in being out there, especially after half time. Not sure what was said, but they didn't want to be there. And totally did you, agree, I think. Did you see the post-game the press team, conference? No. Right. Oh, sorry, not the post-game press conference, but the post-game, like, they cut to the dressing room when the other team would be singing their team song, and O'Brien is blowing Rightfully up. Rightfully so. Good. Blowing Rightfully up at them. So. I want feeling um, like shit after yeah. that. They fucking put on, you know what? Titans probably could have done better. Now, after 10 minutes, Honestly, that game I almost, was there to be I won. wish Titans were in the finals because I think it would have been more exciting games. See, that's that's the thing, again, like the AJ Brimson thing. The Titans beat the bottom six teams and us, who played like absolute busted bumholes. But that's what I'm saying. Put them up against the Roosters, Storm, Rabbits, Panthers, Eels in the last six weeks. Now, I bet you they don't win six out of six and spash them and clean them up and AJ Brimson's not talked about as the number one. But I don't know if anyone plays the top six teams in the last six weeks. They're that's not it, but, coming but out that, with a great that, record. That's, that's what you've got to put them up against. You can't no, say, but you know oh, what? they beat the bottom shit but teams. You know They're mad. No, no, but you've okay, got to beat okay. the best to be the best. You, you say this, but I get the feeling you're getting a little bit defensive here because, you know what, the Knights didn't have the roughest draw at the back end and... They, no, we had a sweet draw. And, and you didn't do great with it. Exactly. Absolutely. And you did the same thing okay. last year. And there but is... we put the points in the bank, mate, early on to yeah. make the finals. Honestly, the didn't. you're lucky because of a shortened season. Give it another three games. No. The top eight changes. Shark, right? Sharks drop out. We're yeah. sweet still. No, nah, so I think you yeah, guys might sweet. drop out too. Right. I think Ty, I think Tigers... The Warriors, the Warriors were four, 14 points. Tigers were 14 points. We were 23. Okay, touche. Right. AJ Brimston, doesn't matter what he did in the last six rounds. He just put his hand up to say, look what I can do. Yeah. Do you know Mate, what I mean? For me, he's the ultimate 14 utility that's, for Queensland. Yeah, like Puppy is for New South Wales. If they don't pick Puppy at 14 for New South Wales, Freddie's crazy in my opinion. Why, either that or do you give him the starting centre uh, the no. same way Turbo? No, well, playing the role <laughs> Turbo would be playing, nope. knowing that you don't have Turbo. Nope. No? no, all right. Same so, re- same reason that, that I'd put KP there if he was fit first, because you want that big. So who, who, who's your centres there? Okay, well look, I got I got. Oh, let's, go. let's get let's get into Red our teams because I'm itching. Look, they're pretty much similar, but on form. Fullback Teddy, right? Teddy, yeah, that's a no-brainer. Campbell Graham on the wing. Ooh, nice. He's been playing some very solid football Fergo lately. Fergo going injured. 
like he injured himself, so pretty much he hasn't had the greatest year. Uh, yeah, yeah, not, not to mention he's had quite a few errors and he hasn't been able to find the line when he needed to. And Freddie really likes Campbell Graham. I think there's a few ahead of Fergo for me. Lomax got the call up the other day. Oh, I completely agree with that, especially um, on form. He's played solid all year. Jackie Boy Whiten's not giving up his spot. Now, are you putting him at centre or are you putting him at 5'8"? I'm putting him at centre. Okay, I'd almost put him at 5'8". I think he's wasted it 5'8". Really? Um, I don't think Yeah, because you can put a 5'8 there. Yeah, that's true. And then if he does get hurt, you can put Jackie Boy Whiten there if you really need. That's it. And then if your half wants to spread it, you've still got that kicking option wider of the... Then you've got the Fox on the wing... And then I got Luai if he's eligible. I don't know if he's eligible because he's Samoan. I think they made a different tier, didn't they? No, they're still tier two. Well, then Luai and Naif, I've got Cleary. And yep. then Saifidi. And then Arpi. I think on form. Cleary and Walker are a bit hard done by to miss out to Luai personally. I know the combinations there and everything. This is just on form. This is just some, this is my form side. And Cody Walker's out like 14 tries in the last six weeks. Yeah, he's on, Cody Walker, he's on the yeah. fucking bench, all right? He's on okay. the fucking bench yeah. if you really yeah, have hot Sorry, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's it. I just want to throw in here. Cody Walker, game one last year. First, right. wait, first he, game of Origin's different beast. But but no, no, no. But it was the only game of Origin he got. Yeah, yeah. yeah but that, we had to win but, a series from there. But Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, right? Like, if you put Walker in, yes, he was playing in amazing form. But in that situation, I'm not doubting that he does have the capacity but fast game, man. Are, are you taking the gamble? I think with Nath going to another level this year, I don't think the gamble's anywhere near as big as it was last year. Nah. I think Nath can run around the team, steer him where they need to go, and Cody can just thrive well, off Nath the back was of the Nath used to steering this team around a bit more so than he'd be used to steering around. Nath was a passenger no, last year. Nath's, Nath's, he's, he's there now. Yeah. He's I a mean, half He's he going to stand up, and he will take control of this team. He'll take control of Australia when he makes Australia in the next time they pick a team. Yeah. yeah. And that's he's, for till he right. fucks it. Or yeah. up and onwards no, look, for Nate from now, man. The kid is an absolute. He's an absolute gun. He's going to win his first Dallium at 22 years old, and there's a good chance there's plenty more to come. Then I've got Clemmer, Maddo, Angus Crichton, and Cam Murray. Ooh. And then I've got on my bench, I've got Cody Walker, Tyson Frizzell, Jakey, and Huss. Very nice. It's a junior pool, I know. No, Junior Paul. At yeah. RCG is the 18th. Yeah. And then the, this is my team that it probably will be. I just think Junior Paul, because he offers that footwork, the offload, some ball play. He offers that something a bit different in the middle. Yeah, maybe. Well, then he I'm, worries me anyway as the, Queenslander. The team I think it will be to be Teddy, Campbell, Graham, Lomax, Jackie, Fox, Keary, Cleary, Safidi, Cook, Jakey, Cordner, Frizzell, Murray, and then McInnes, Gus, Maddo and Haas, probably. No utility? No, I don't think McKinnis is it. I think McKinnis is it, and Jackie Boy White can cover the backs anywhere from fullback to fucking. Yeah, no, you're right. You are. You, you covered utility wise there for to at least six. one injury in the front of the rear. What, so Jackie goes somewhere else, and who takes his centre spot? You could easily put Maddo or Angus Crichton there. Cam yeah. Murray yeah, if, there. If you had to. Cam Murray's been doing so it all year for South. Centers make the most important decisions on the field. Yeah, but you've got starts and ends. You've got three guys who are defensively sound there in second row. But they're so not you'd... used to making those kind of decisions where they've got people coming this way, that way, that way. That's true, that's true. Well, yeah, no, but totally different ball. We all know Angus Crichton. Come on, Mr. Big Man, who's your Queensland team? All right, well, mine's kind of... I think I've picked mine on form and who I would have picked and just... 
because they were the only ones available, really. <laughs> um, so if KP's not there, obviously Brimo starts. Yeah. I got Mulatalo from the Sharks as oh, one winger. I like him, man. Oh, yeah, right, he's, he's, man. Been solid. he's been I solid. He's been solid standout player. Oates and Felt, he's too defensively. Felt's gone. Felt's they're, got yeah, groin well, injury. And so. Oates, they're just, they're just too much of a liability in defence for me. They just run up and go, ah, in yeah. the middle of nowhere. It's like mad. Yeah, so you, can't um, do, you can't do that now. And now I've got Olam, if he's eligible. Yeah. I'm stealing him. Yeah, 100%. If not him, I've got Gags. Yeah. yeah. I've got Kurt Capewell. Uh, the yeah. center, just out of desperation because we've got nothing. Why yeah. don't you do me a favor? Stop tapping your bloody Sorry. pins and fingers. Um, and then if Olam gets the center spot, I've got Gags as my other winger. But if Olam's out and Gags is my other center, I've got Philip Sammy coming in. Now I've got Munster and Chez. They picked themselves, I think. Papa and Mofo as a front row connection. And then I've got Harry Grant. I think. You can't not have Harry Grant. He's got 15 years there from here on out. He'll be talked about so in the I'm same put, league I was putting as out there, pa- Papa, Mofo and Harry Grant is a very formidable front it's row. not bad looking. That is not something you want to be facing for 80 minutes all night. And if Grant, I don't think he's up to it. I think if Jake Friend can stay injury free. He definitely earned a he's shot. He's ahead. Yeah. And then if not, my utility of Ben Hunt, who I didn't know, but apparently he got our player of the series last year. Yeah, no, nah, I think I think you put he Harry. He did play. If, oh, if, you got, if you've got friend, if you've got friend um, able to play, you play friend at number nine. You put Harry on there as your fourteen, yes. and then you can be carrying Hunt uh, in your squad if if need be nah. due to an injury. Well, that nah, you can't have Grant and Hunt. That might be the case. No, I'm saying I'm saying you don't play Hunt. I'm that saying you play Grant over Hunt if and Brimson friend. gets the fullback spot, but if KP's fullback, Brimo's my fourteen. Yeah, easy. Easy should be. So what? You wouldn't keep Harry Grant at fifteen and then play friend. You would make that decision Harry between Grant's, one or the Harry other. Harry Grant's my hooker personally, straight yeah. up. No yeah. if buts friends fit or not. Harry Grant's there. Do you? Right. Do you? So then, do you keep friend on the bench to fill nope. in in the front row? Do if you need be? blood Harry Grant in a year where you might not be so good, or do you hold off and wait till you can build a squad? What a way to give him a taste. Yeah, if you want to go out that bitter taste of a thumping. No, he's not going out, man. He's just getting started. What, you what? want to give him? You want to know, let him know what? Well, look what at Berg's big smile on his face, assuming the Blues have won already. What more but, motivation can you get than being pumped and to come back next year and yeah, turn exactly. that shit around? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, you know no, what? No, I thought no, that complacency can sit in. Thought that for years, bro. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, but how, how sweet is it now that you have right? Because you got to remember the players that are playing now are a generation that have grown up with that same sour taste you have in your mouth. Yeah, and that's why too. they're going in there with the fight they have. Look at Queensland. And they're they also have... not playing against six immortals. Well, yeah. well also, also, look, Queensland have had uh, nothing but victory. They've had that easy ride, right? Oh, yeah, we had six immortals. Nah, but, you know, but, but, but look, but look, I mean, it hasn't produced the people with that hunger to crush New South Wales. Because you guys watched it happen. I think that's assume more... someone else was going to step the up. The Broncos, Cowboys and Titans have let the ball drop in their junior development parts more so than anything. So well, that's probably have... something about Queensland Rugby League. I think so. And the administration up there. I think so. Also, because you're right, if there's if there's not a development nursery going on up there, I know a lot of players. people recruit from, uh, recruit from North Queensland and New Zealand and the islands and stuff like well, that's that. It. Well, but... you've got Chikau, Brandon Smith, but that's it. But, uh, but Ponga, if, they, if they're not coming they from all come around from North Queensland, yeah, if they're not coming from around that southeast Queensland where the majority of the population is, the rugby league heartland, like you're right. If there isn't 
a good junior nursery and development out there. Like, they have mate, to go somewhere else. That, but that's it. Like, there is no reason why, especially between the Broncos and the Titans, somehow together, that couldn't be a similar setup to the way Penrith runs with just oh, developing that whole all of Southern Queensland, hey, Bris- including Western Brisbane Queensland. Brisbane did have that, and then I don't know what changed or what happened, but they went away from it and it's gone to shit ever since. But, Got cockier. It cost too much, or they, they just thought that they were going to be good enough now. Yeah, like, I, thought, I thought they always victories, thought the talent would come to them. Yeah, because well, that's what had been happening. Yeah. yeah, everyone wanted to be a Bronco. But that's it. They didn't maintain that. And it turns out now everyone wants to be a Titan. So, whoa. Although, I think Kevy, Kevy going there is going to change that. See what happens. See if he can turn this squad around. Because it won't be hard to lure players over there. I don't think it'll be hard to turn that squad around either, to be honest with you. They're not as bad as they played this year. No, Nowhere de- near it. Yeah, de- definitely not. There's a lot of talented dudes in that side. And we saw that in rounds one and two. So, I'm actually itching to see them yeah. come out of the gates next year with a point to prove. Yeah, we are not what, what you saw do. last year. Um, um, back row, Felice Kafusi. Jaden Sewer, that Man. fella hits like a tank. Yeah. He absolutely whacks people. He does. If he can go out there and whack Luke Keary early and hard and hopefully in the head, he's out. No, I mean, no, not in the head. Sorry. I wouldn't wish that upon anyone. In the head. <laughs> and I was tossing up between either having Dry Arrow as my starting lock and bringing Tino in off the bench for impact or starting Tino. I decided to go dry arrow starting and bring Tino on to replace the front rower. And then I've got Lindsay Collins, Pat Carrigan, and Ben Hunt to wrap it up. It's a solid, it's a solid team, man. Like, that's it. Like, I don't think the series is won just yet. These are still going to be some serious games. Oh, it'll be good games. It's I it. think we just have that little bit extra polish there. But, yeah, oh, well, don't get me wrong. I, I, think, I think New South Wales probably Which has the classier lineup, but... I know Queensland have got a lot of guts, a lot of grit, a lot of heart, and they've definitely Passion. got had, they've definitely got the punch in the in those forwards and that interchange that you've named there. Like you're right, there is a lot of stopping power. We've had in the there. polish and been beat before. I see. I think I think we need to go in with a very very defensive attitude. Well, you need to go in with some park football in your head because if you ben don't score tries, you aren't going to win. That's it. With well, Ben as your coach, is that going to happen? I think we if we win, we're only going to win. 14-8 or something. I don't think we're ever going to blow you off the park in a monster school line like you could us. Yeah, yeah. Well, and to be honest, the, the most interesting thing about Origin for me is going to be how, seeing how the six again rule takes effect in the Origin arena. You guys said they put the they you put gotta the watch. Away. You don't know if they do that, though. We yeah. don't know if they're going to do it that yeah, way. They, said they will, yeah. man. Yeah, Origin but, rules is yeah, NRL rules. Said, Origin's the fastest game you've ever thought yeah, you really, about playing. So with really. the new six again, fuck me drunk. There's going to be some tired, well, tired really. boys out there before first half's over. You don't see that many penalties anyway. So you, no, you I, I, they're definitely ruled. Like the rules are the same interpretation, but they're definitely. But that's what I mean. You, skewed. If, if you've got that fast-paced footy, and that's what we've known, known uh, come to expect and, and come to know from Origin. We're going to be upset if we don't see that, if we see the intentional you know, tying up the play of the ball or any part of wrestle come back. So yeah. I think you're going to see the six again being used pretty liberally, especially what? in game one, just to sort of set the tone for the series that don't even try it. Give us the fast play the ball because if not, you boys will be defending for well, a if while. They, if they do that, that's me blowing up because that just gives Queensland a helping hand. But that's, I think that's why there's never really been that many penalties in origin because the refs are too scared to give a team a helping hand to get out of their end or get down into attacking set or something with the six again that kind of changes that a little that. bit yeah 
Oh, at the end of the day, that's on you to stop being a fuckwit and a play ball. That's it. And it doesn't really give you much. It resets the tackle count, but still up to you to get down that other end of the field. Yeah. But and definitely, if you want to do it the cheap way with a 40-20 or something, well, then you're running that risk of losing the ball. Uh, you know what I mean? So otherwise, you've still got to do that work and get down there. And have you noticed how many errors come off the back of six again? It's almost like a sigh of relief goes over and they hold the ball a little That's bit it. looser. First or second tackle, bang, turnover. And what you thought was going to happen, like, oh, yeah, here we go. They're going to drive forward, make 30-40, actually start attacking. Now, nah, all of a sudden, the other team's got the ball on their 40-metre line and they're pushing into to the red zone almost. It's In Queensland, we can't afford to give away sets of six restarts because we cook and Teddy pushing through the middle and how fast Origin already is. That's just asking to be carved up and annihilated. We got to be really, really disciplined and defend our asses off perfectly. Otherwise, we're in big, big trouble. Right. All right, that's me done. <laughs> you done? All right, I've got to thank Bowsy as per usual. Legend goes Champion. above and beyond. Always. Uh, NRL Supercoach Renegades Rugby League Footy Sledging Fanatics. Peter wins score footy forum. Hopefully they let us on this week. Cheers if you do. NRL Sledging, Bit of Fun and Banter, Aussie Sports Legends, NRL News Site, NRL Fanatics, SC Live Chat, Rugby League Sledging Rebels, and then we're back to next last week. Vowsy again, Vowsy Legends. <laughs> Just before we go, if anyone in the... Uh, we got to put our tips in. Yes. Oh, yeah, we've got to quickly go over the tips Jazzy, from last you've got week to as well. remind everyone who took the lead last week. So, yeah, that's it. No, well, we're Bergs and I drew level last week on 112. You're, you're a bit behind on 96. Yeah, we don't need to mention me anymore. Um, so, no, Roosters, no, you guys both went Roosters. I went Panthers. Uh, we all went the Raiders. No, we I all went the not. Storm. Did I? Yeah, you did. Uh, got proof of this? Yeah, it's in audio <laughs> from last week. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we all went the Raiders, we all went the Storm, uh, Bergs, you and I went the Rabbits, uh, and Con went the Knights, so that gives you three, Con two, that gives me four, which I do believe constitutes a perfect round, buddy, which means I'll take that bonus point. <laughs> no bonus Half a point. Oh, no. <laughs> half no. round, half a point. No, you're just lucky that he answered the right, he answered the double points question correctly earlier, otherwise I would have been taking the double bonus points um, but we're only going to do single points for finals that takes me to 117 you to 115 Con you're on 98 so I think you're out of the race but with only five games left Bergs every tip counts at this point so if you put it in be wise go the Roosters so that's it who you got Roosters Raiders you going to go Roosters yep yeah I'm going to go Roosters and Eel South so you're going to go here you go nah didn't ask you that question it's on you I didn't ask you that I question I answered the first no, one no you didn't verse. yeah I did I said don't Roosters even, first don't even I have put my tip in who, off the bat every single time first up this year Berks no, I asked the question first All right. mate you tell me and then you tell me and no, I'll tell no, you no, both no, no. Right, come down. on we're doing this audio alright oh come on don't be such a do I need to call do I just need to call you out on being the bitch you are at this point you have pulled this on me for the last three four weeks intentionally tried to swing it the other way I can see what you're doing who are you going buddy eels or souths it's not hard I've already said I'm going who I'm going I'm going to the bunnies. Yeah, it's, I've said South six times throughout this episode. When did you say it? Six times throughout this episode. No one said, where's you, have you got proof? I'm but going. Yeah, it's the I'm recording. going Eels because Damien Cook won't last 50 minutes. Heard of the first. He's going to go off injured and power run over him. What do you know? 
I know he stayed down about three times last week. We looked what looked like maybe back spasms or something around that kind of region. And I think... they got no wingers. He's hurting. He's hurting. they got no wingers. Well, I think Wayno's probably got a backup we don't even know about. And if that's the case, then that's the case. He might have he's him wait in reserve. I don't know. Billy Britton's gone. He sold him, man. Yeah, I don't think Wayne's silly enough to not have an option there. He's got Not a good one that we haven't seen all fucking uh, year. Yeah, we hadn't seen Starling till he started. He blew us away, didn't he? Yeah, but he's had now he's had some NRL games. Yeah, yeah, he's I, I, finals. I, I, yeah, I, I, and I get it. That's a different beast. I haven't but played been, all year. This yeah, Harry Grant we hadn't seen all year. Freddie Lussick we yeah, haven't seen. This, last this, year, this, Sam Verrill's weapon seen. hasn't played a game all year, and he's about to step into a finals. To finals and the new rule and fast footy, and I get it, and I hear what you're saying, but I'm also saying. I, don't, I just don't I, reckon I don't the super coach is going to leave himself They're not going to name utility, I don't think. They've named a four forward bench rotation thinking Cook's going to get through, and I think that's going to hurt him. All righty. Well, let's see how we go. I Thank think, you. I think Cam Murray could easily pop in there. Thanks. Thank you very much for joining us on the podcast this week. I was trying to, I was thinking we might keep it short like an hour or something, but no, nah, we've done our usual too. Yes. Thank you very much for joining <laughs> us, good. you absolute legends. Uh, enjoy the only two games this weekend, but make sure if you need that extra dose, you uh, tune into the NRLW, you get an extra Definitely. two games there. So get around it, guys. Um, thank you very much for joining us. We'll see you next week. Stay happy, hapsters. <laughs> All righty, Con's changing it up for the finals. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.